episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the mod of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, I scared you. You were looking down at your phone and I said, welcome everybody. And you jumped and went, oh, we're starting the show. I was still organizing my list for the thing we're going to talk about later. Ah, it's a little tease for later when we talk about things. Now you know we're going to do that. Yeah. Knock it off, nerd. And supposedly absolutely silent podcast that we normally produce. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I tune it out. It's so like it's a silent. zen thing. Yeah, it's silent to me anyway. It's just like white noise. You just hear like mm-hmm. cars passing by, people rummaging around in the hallway. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, we're just, just going like, to do a full, um, oh shit, what the hell is that thing called? ASMR? ASMR podcast. It's please. just the sound of us like sitting in our chairs, like mm, please, creaking please and stuff. Don't. Yeah, describing what's going on in the room. Yeah, fiddling with our phones and yeah. things. Mm. And then Joe looked at his phone. And he thought we didn't see the porn, but we did. Oh, crap. It was very uncomfortable in the room. Joe scratches crap. his head. Yeah, Sit. sitting uncomfortably, quietly in this room, contemplating his own existence. Yeah. Doesn't know why. I don't contemplate that at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing going on. Up I just there. lament my own existence. <laughs> That's true. Don't don't we all? Uh, Happy New Year, first and foremost, right oh, off yes. the top. Uh, that was earlier this week. Well, technically, this is the second podcast of the new year. Nope, it's still technically the first because the last one came out on, on the first. No, it came out on the thirty first because that was Monday. The first oh, crap, was Tuesday. It came out on Monday. That's God, right. Joe. So this is the first podcast Way of the new year. Happy 2019. Do you guys have a good New Year? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're not. Me and John are not party guys. No, but you know, we still, did go to a party. We're, we're video See? game nerds. Yeah. We're more comfortable sitting quietly without a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah. but you could have had like a rock band party at New Year's. That's we, not were, we were, we were, we were trying to. Yeah. <laughs> See, we yeah. played Mario Kart sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, don't we act tried like to you play Goldeneye. Were you there when doing. we started? No, I came after Goldeneye. Oh my god, it, it, it don't it's so hard to pick up and play Goldeneye right now. Like, like now after years of playing other yeah. things. Yeah, because you learn how to play first person shooters correctly and then right. you have to go back and play them with one stick and yeah. It was all of us like walking around like idiots and just shooting the wall and exploding a bunch. And, but yeah. that's fun though, because everyone's on the same play. Like no one's a Goldeneye pro and has been playing it for the last 25 years. Everyone's on the same level of, wait, how do I do this again? What slappers only? <laughs> yeah. We got to like the end of the, the first round and all of us were just like, so back to Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart is the same. Mario Kart has like, it's, you can go back and right. play any of them. Same thing with Smash for the most part. Like, you can go back and play any of them and they're all pretty yeah. much the uh, same. Smash doesn't really change too much. No. No, even back when you only had the one joystick and you know a different set of buttons, you can still play it and be like, okay, I know what's going on. It's roughly the same, but shooters on the N sixty four. Yeah, no. I wasn't there for that, but it. And I, I mean, I haven't really thought about like I was really good at Goldeneye back in the day. Yeah, and that's what Nick keep, kept I mean, were saying. You, he was or like, did we you were... just not have friends that were any good? No, no, I I played with friends. We, I mean, I was the best of my friends. That's I what I'm guess. saying. Like, yeah. I always wonder, like, back in the day, was I actually good at this game? Or, or did was, everyone else suck? Yeah, or were we just all mediocre to bad? Yeah. Like, I think about That's that true. with wrestling games. I often beat my friends yeah. at GoldenEye. Uh, I will not say I'm pro-level GoldenEye player, but I yeah. was the best out of the people I knew. And, I, I mean, I haven't played GoldenEye in... 20 fucking years at this point and it would be it would feel bizarre to go back being yeah. like i was fucking good at this game and then yeah. be like what the fuck how does this work i <laughs> recommend not doing that because then you're just like oh god well now i'm like kind of intrigued yeah let it stay as nostalgia yeah. maybe i'll have to bust out the n64 and hook it up downstairs yeah maybe it's in have the rose rose colored glasses of uh yeah it's in this house somewhere you won't be able to walk in a straight line i can almost guarantee it mm-hmm. all of us were like weaving in and out because we couldn't keep like the stick straight and then like it was impossible to aim and shoot at the same time that's weird because the sticks on the N64 have like like little indents so that way you can hit the exact 
yeah. point that you need to. But I'm to. used to like strafing and stuff and not oh, yeah. having to walk in the direction like, I'm walk, looking walk, at walk, 100% and then turn. of the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't the C buttons do all that? Like, can't you strafe and stuff with the. You can, but like then you also can't shoot it. it, it, it it's, yeah. it's weird. Hmm. I don't know, Joe. You At the time, will, it made sense. You and I will play each other, and we'll see how it goes. Because John's right. had practice, so it's not fair. True. <laughs> I, I, uh, I killed myself three times, and I killed not a single other person. So I was negative three in, like, 18 or something. I was not very good. It still counts as practice. Yeah. Mario Kart 64 was fun, though. Yeah, Mario Kart 64 is always great. It's well, we played the battle mode. We only played battle part. mode, yeah. Well, we did racing before you got there, but it was hard to do, like, because it was just... The draw distance is really bad. The There's no drifting in the original 64 game. That's wrong. Yeah, there was drifting. There's definitely I was drifting, drifting all over no, the place. No, there's no, no, not, no, there's no like, uh, boost drifting. Mm, I don't Pretty think that's sure right there either. Is. There definitely is. <laughs> I just don't think you were doing it right. Yeah, you're just bad at video games. Maybe it wasn't the Let's way... you kicked off the podcast. So, in current Mario Kart, part, Kart, you have to drift one way, then drift the other way to get the boost. No. Yeah. No, I mean, as long as you drift long enough. Yeah, you, you drift you can long enough or you the wiggle the stick. By wiggling it well, yeah, the wiggling thing isn't in the 64 version. And I that's what I was used to. It definitely is. It definitely isn't because it's not in there. I, mean, I just played it I don't remember on the, a couple if days the ago. Was in it or not. One of us is right. Because every time I wiggled my thing, he went, and he would spin out. Mm. Don't so, play with Wario then. Uh, well, I was actually playing <laughs> as Luigi because. <laughs> oh, okay. That does sound like Luigi. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. They're all the same guy, so. Yeah, it's been a while since I've played it. That's racist, Joe. Oh, Italians. Yeah. All the same. <laughs> hey, you're in an Italian household right now, mister. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Although there's no pasta here, so it's not that Italian. That's disappointing. I know. They just don't cook it enough. Yeah. Either way. Uh, well, in addition to playing Mario Kart and all the fun in 64 games, uh, what did you guys play this week? Oh, we were playing a 20XX, which is a roguelike Mega Man-inspired oh, yeah, yeah. game. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we were doing like we would do a couple runs, and we're like, "Oh, we're getting better, we're getting better." And then we did one run, and like after we died on the like fa- final part, it was a fifty-minute run. I was like, "We've been doing this for an hour." <laughs> Ooh, that's a long run. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I mean, the it, it is a roguelike, so it's a lot like all the other ones. You different levels every time. Yeah. They uh, they reset themselves, but it is. Uh, Mega Man inspired to the extent where like there are bosses and the bosses have like specific weaknesses to other bosses attacks yep um, we were re- pretty bad at never picking up the other bosses attacks so we never figured that out yeah. but instead uh, I mean much, much like many roguelike games you just like pick up different uh, other things as well like different boosters and stuff yeah. as you go through the game so we would just like grab the just plain damage boosters so that we could just spam attack as much as possible and try and do as like just kill the enemies as quickly as possible that way yeah um but yeah the game is a hell of a lot of fun i played it originally by myself and i didn't really enjoy it by myself that much uh i mean pretty much any game once you add co-op to it like once you start playing with someone else becomes a lot more fun is it actually co-op or was it you guys passing the control no, no it was, it was couch, couch co-op, co-op. Oh, cool yeah, yeah both of us were playing on the same oh that's really screen awesome and everything. yeah did Mega Man games have couch co-op no, no. okay I was Maybe say, one I, of them did at some point, but yeah. no, I don't, none of them ever had couch co-op. I don't remember ever seeing anyone play multiplayer Mega Man, so I wasn't sure, because Mega Man wasn't ever my series, so hmm. I don't I don't remember. But that seems like a fun wrinkle to add to a Mega Man-style game to differentiate itself, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sometimes got frustrating because it, the way that the game worked was, like, as you separate, it just zooms the screen out, and... You know, it's it's Mega Man, so it's a lot of like skill jumping and stuff to to get through the levels. Yeah. So it'd be the kind of thing where you know 
John would quickly just jump through a whole bunch of different platforms, and I would just keep like fucking up the first jump over and over again. And it doesn't help that the screen just zooms out farther and farther and farther as John. So like all of a sudden, I'm just a speck trying to do like complex jumps as a tiny dot on the screen. This is why we say hashtag never play games with Joe. <laughs> No, well, I mean, actually, we, we, we would trade that back and forth. Yeah, every time. it was usually Joe. Joe was better at the jumping. I was better at the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a good tag team, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did really well, and like we figured out like our own strategies to the best way the that they would that work. Like John used. preferred the the like trident triple shot thing, whereas I had a I preferred there's a one that shoots like forward in all four directions when you mm-hmm. fire, so it shoots like up, back, forward, down. Yeah, um, that's the one like I preferred. So. You know, we quickly got to the point where, like, I knew what enemies for John to kill. You know, it was a very strategic and just like, okay, John will take care of that guy. I'll go over here, take care of this guy, kind yeah. of thing. Because there, you know, there, there's many different enemies in the game. They all have kind of different attack patterns. So we were just kind of like figuring out which was the best way to. You know, I would be like, I'm just going to get underneath them and shoot straight up, whereas John's going to like take care of the guys coming from the forward, yeah. like forward yeah. section thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, the game was, uh, surprising a lot of fun. Like I said, when I tried playing it by myself, I was just like, okay, this is good, I guess. Uh, but once you are playing it with a friend, it just becomes a lot more interesting. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's pretty fucking tough too, but most roguelikes are. Yeah. Yeah. We I mean, haven't actually point. beat it yet. Yeah. We, we got to the final lo- boss area, not the final boss. And we like died like almost instantly. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just kind of like, um, uh, with dead cells like once you get the hang of it and once you know what you're doing yeah. like all of a sudden it just kind of like clicks and now you're just flying through the level as like quickly as possible and, and like other roguelikes you know you eventually start unlocking because as you play through the game you collect items called soul chips um you collect uh nuts and you collect soul chips uh nuts are like the current in the game that you're in currency that, like, you used to buy health pickups and items drops and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the soul chips are when you die and you go back to your, like, uh, like staging area. Mm-hmm. You can then buy, like, different kind of permanent upgrades for the game. So you can get, you know, things that say... Um, increase your attack. Yeah, increase attack, increase, uh, like, your max health, increase your max energy. There's a and cat then there's that other, comes. Yeah, there's, a, like, a cat that drops items for you. And you can get things to increase the amount of time that the cat appears. Oh, cool. Um, and then you can get like uh, unlocked item drops that will then appear in the game as you're playing. So like you know it'll be the kind of thing where you can get a thing that increases all your stats by one. And then once you buy that, once you go into the game, you can unlock like they'll drop off of certain items, or you can buy them in the shop. Mm-hmm. So like we got to the point where we're like okay, now we kind of really get this, and we were having really no problem tro- like problem getting through the game because at first we were like you know because uh, you at the when you beat a level. You get the choice of which level you want to go to next out of three other levels. So it'll have like the boss like there. Which boss, yeah. yeah, like which boss you want to fight. Yeah. And that's what helps with the Mega Man style of like picking different yeah, right. power ups to yeah, face yeah. those bosses. Mm-hmm. But you guys weren't good at that part. No. Well, because we didn't realize it until looking at the achievements that it was like one of them was like kill a boss with its like weakest power. And we're like, mm. oh. I should probably yeah, we, we probably should have been doing that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um,. Uh, so yeah, we would like get to the end and it would be the kind of thing where originally when we first started, we'd get to the end and be like, let's not do that guy. That guy is way too hard. And, like he kicks our ass every time. And then eventually we were just like, let's just go for the hardest guys right away. Yeah. <laughs> and like that way we are only fighting like the easy guys at the end. Smart. Yeah. So uh, quickly got a hang of it. Nice. How about you? What have you been playing? Uh, well, John, did you play anything else this week? I did. Thanks for skipping over me, Joe. Yeah, oh. Wow. 
We have no, This is why I host because I don't forget people. Like Jeez, John. Joe. When Carrie hosted, she forgot John. When you tried to take over, you just forgot John. Everyone John, forgets me. What did you play this week? Uh, so Joe and I went to GameStop last weekend and uh, randomly found a copy of Valkyria. Oh yeah, um, about that. Yeah, Chronicles. That Glad to see that your time you spend with John is so valuable to you, Joe. That they remastered it, and uh, it came out in like May, and I had no clue. You just missed it. Well, and you didn't have a PS at the time, so I, PlayStation at the time. So did I? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. but no, also, but I mean, I also completely yeah. was unaware that it happened because they had Valkyria Chronicles Four came out not too long ago. Right, it came out like in November. Yeah, so Valkyria Chronicles Four came out, and we were at the store, and were you looking for a used copy of Valkyria Chronicles 4? I, I was, because that was right after the podcast, and we were saying, like, oh, what games did we miss that we were looking forward yeah, yeah. to? And I was like, Valkyria Chronicles, I heard nothing but good stuff about it. And I was like, but that if I play the fourth one, I want to go back and at least try the first one again. Well, conveniently, they remastered the first one, put yeah, it on a PS4, yeah. and Which, it's in yeah. fancy steelbook version. So, like, go. Which I also completely was unaware of. Yeah. Because John was just like, hey, look at this. And I, like, turned, and he's holding it in his hand. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, we, like, looked it up online. Sure enough, it came out in May. And then came out on everything, except for the Switch. And then the Switch get, got an unremastered copy. Yeah. yeah. They, they released Only the digital. original copy. That's fine, though. Because what was it, a PS3 game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. But that's it doesn't have the any of the DLC or anything either, which is oh, weird. that's weird. Yeah, it's just like the OG PS3 game. But I, I which played... at first I was like, oh, it came out on Switch. I'll buy it on the Switch. And then it was like, okay, it is out on the Switch, but it's not the remastered version. So I was like, oh. I, I can, I well, even I'm... if it wasn't the remastered version, but at least came with all DLC. Like if it was a complete edition, not a, like yeah. a deluxe remastered edition, that'd still be probably worth it yeah. to play on the go and you have everything at your disposal. But And it's weird because Valkyria Chronicles 4 came out on the Switch, so it can play like... Uh, there's no reason it shouldn't be if it can support the same one that's also on the PS4. There's no reason it couldn't support that one. That was the, on the a PS4. lesser version yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is weird. I wonder what the the technical reason. But I'm sure they gave a reason at some point as to why it was this one and not the yeah, other maybe one. Maybe it was but... some sort of uh, contract with. Because was it out on the s- Xbox as well, or was it only yeah. PS4 and Switch? No, Xbox and PS4 and oh. PC. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's not, I don't know. Weird. But yeah, I played like the first like five chapters of that. Okay. Um, and it, like honestly, it doesn't really need a remaster. It's a self shaded game yeah. that also looks like very painted. Like it's that's just the art style. It looks like a comic book. Um, and so like I did want to go back and play that, and I was like, oh great, now I've got this sweet steelbook version of it to play. And then I was I was like mid playing, and I was like, oh, I wonder where the other ones are. Well, the second one was a PSP only game that came out in America. And then the third one was also a PSP only game, but only came out in Japan. And then the fourth one came out here on everything. I was just like, oh, great. So, and there was also uh, Revolutions. Oh, yeah. Well, and that yeah. one said like alternate telling in a different universe or something like that. Yeah. So and it's supposed to be terrible. And yeah, it's not good. Can you play the PSP ones on Vita? Because some PSP games work on Vita and some don't. I had I didn't even look into it because once I found out you couldn't play the third one at all because it never even came out here, I was just like, oh. Well, Vita's region free. That's why I ask. Because like, <laughs> yeah, all you would need is a Japanese. But it's a PSP book. game. I know, but if it's playable on Vita as a PSP game, all you need is a Japanese PlayStation Network account, which oh, is so easy like enough to get. It? You just you could just put any random address. Like I think I put one two three Fake Street when I made mine. Yeah, years and years ago to play Fake a demo. Street Tokyo. Yeah, to play a demo of Echo Chrome because I really wanted to play that game, and I wasn't disappointed. That game is awesome. Uh, but th- definitely check that out because if yeah. it was because some PSP games can be played on Vita and some can't, and so if it's backwards compatible. 
all you would need is a Japanese. But it's also very text heavy. It's an RPG, so yeah. But you can read Japanese, right? Not not that well. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wish one of these days. You can, yeah, you can take five minutes to read a line. Yeah, it, it'll fine. it'll take a long time, and I'll be like, "Is that it's just sounding?" Yeah, but if, you're, if you really is? want to play the whole series, uh, but you know what? Yeah, that, it may be worth it. That actually might be the thing that like you just learn Jap- Japanese as you yeah. play it. I have other Japanese games I can play. Well, it's a, I have it's a all the Gundam Breaker games that are all in Japanese as well. Yeah, yeah true. Um, yeah, just check it out. Could but be worth yeah. It. Uh, so I was happy to get that. It was also only like it came out at thirty bucks, and the used copy was twenty five. And then, well, yeah, because now it's it was also later. the the day before New Year's, and Joe had coupons that like he obviously wasn't going to use at that day. So you're just like, oh, it expired January first. Yeah. yeah, he was like, you just use my five dollar coupon. Email that morning that was like, use them today or else they expire. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, just use my coupon. Well, then she was like, do you want to use a double points coupon? It expires, but also your points expire today. And I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I got a couple of emails towards the end of the year that were like, all of these rewards things that you've done, you have to cash them in now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll get this thing that I didn't really want, but I have to, so here, here we go. But I also went and uh, we got out early at, from, from work on the day before New Year's. Oh, nice. That was a cliffhanger like, in last super... week's episode. We weren't sure if you were going to have to work the whole day or not. Uh, no, uh, they let us go at like 9.30 or it was like early. Um but the like caveat was since I'm in the shipping department, I would have to go to either UPS or DHL to like drop off the stuff. Mm-hmm. And DHL was in West Hartford, and I was just like, ah, well, I might as well just go the longest distance because my other coworker lives in the, the opposite direction. So yeah. I was like, fine. Um, so I went to DHL, and then I was like, well, well down, while I'm down here, I might as well check and see what the GameStop in Hartford has because I've been looking for pop figures, and they had one that I wanted. And but uh, Metroid. Uh, Samus Returns on the DS is like dirt cheap, and it's just a remake of yeah, the Metroid, Metroid Two for Metroid the Game Boy. Two for the yep. Game Boy. Um, they had a copy, but for some reason it was new, but they didn't have the box. And I was like, I'm not paying for that. Wait, full, was, full price for a boxless copy. Yeah, yeah no. and he was like, Well, what well, happens? Probably is somebody snagged it off the shelf. Yeah, no, I know, I know yeah. how. It no, happened, it's even but... worse. He said, What happens is like when these DS games go on clearance, we just throw the boxes out. I was like. It's a new game. Yeah. How is it new it's without new the box? Nintendo I can understand game. that it's gutted, but like, and he was like, yeah, that's what they tell us to do. And I was like, that's wrong. All no. right. So I was like, is there anyone else that has one? And he was like, well, it looks like the one on the, you know, the Pike has it. And I was like, okay. And he's like, they have two of them. So at least one of them is going to have the case because they're not going to. Unless they ran a special promotion where they had to gut several copies to put them all out on the thing. Well, so I just like. before too. <laughs> I, I went and I was like, I'll gamble it and go. Yeah. And check it out. It's not that much farther out of the yeah. way. But sure enough, they had a, a sealed one and everything. Sick. So I got that and I'll be playing that soon too. Nice. Everyone's getting a Metroid. Metroid well, and run. that was because Tyler was into yeah, it that I was just like, it and it was 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more than worth it. But I realized it's also the only Nintendo game I have on 3DS. Really? Yeah. Oh, only Nintendo games yeah. Yeah. on 3DS. You have other like other games. but not. Yeah, I've got like 12 other games, but they're all third-party games. Huh. Mine, that's like, surprising. The bulk of my games are Nintendo games. Yeah. I'm pretty sure all of my games are Nintendo games on every, like, on everything, on Switch and on 3DS. Like, I have indie games that aren't, but all my physical games are Nintendo games yeah. for both. Yeah, because like, it has, like, the little red Nintendo logo on the on the spine. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow. Yep, this is legit my only Nintendo first-party game. There you go. I also know they started doing a little more recently, though, so... But still, I mean, I, I have Pokemon, which isn't first-party, but it's system-exclusive, I guess. Second-party. Yeah, Um. but that's that's it. Everything else I have is, like, a you know rpg or something like that hmm. there you go all right joe go ahead ask me 
Hey, Adam, what did you play this week? Hey, thanks, John. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even get to this time. Um, so last week, I, I gave my story about how I uh, purchased a uh, PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this week, I used that PlayStation Classic. Uh, I did use the enhanced version, as I described uh, so that's how well, the gonna, archive version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how we're going to classify it. I think yeah. for legal purposes. Backups. Um, I did play the what's on there regularly, and it's they're fine. Like I'm going to spend more time with the enhanced version. Enhancing it was very simple. I was surprised at how simple it was. Um, and so I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk Pro Skater and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Much, very nice. Very much nice. fun. Uh, I played some Blitz. I brought it over for my New Year's thing. Uh, brought it over and set it up. So we were playing Crash Team Racing and Blitz. Nice. Had a couple good uh, rounds of that. Uh, the system's not bad. I know it catches a lot of flack, but it's not that bad. Granted, the games on it aren't great, which is the real reason that it's not, uh, you know, not a good investment. But ultimately, like the system itself is not that bad. Uh, the one gripe that I was willing to give it a pass on originally when I heard about it was the lack of power brick. Or lack of like wall plug that yeah, comes, it just like, comes oh, with the USB cable. And I said to myself, okay, that's fine. I have a million of those plugs, sure. But also all of my TVs have USB ports on them that are able to power the Chromecast that I have or the Fire Stick or the NES Classic or SNES Classic. I just plug those into the USB port and it's fine. They work normally. Right. Uh, in this case, no. The, t- the TV ports are not powerful enough to power the PlayStation Classic, so I have to go find a, a power brick to plug it into the wall, which is, again, not a big deal, but it's just stupid that the convenient way I thought it was going to work didn't work that way. No, it's in case just they're... It- in, in this case, it's just their cheaping, cheap way of not having to buy a slightly more expensive cable that probably cost a, a penny more or something it's like that. It's not even necessarily a, a more expensive cable. Just throw a little, like... Box, brick, but still, like it's wall plug yeah, it's gonna cost them another you know ten cents or something. Oh, yeah, because you got one of the power bricks like right there. Oh, I do underneath oh, your monitor. Good. I'll have to use that one because I've been swapping back and forth with other things. But no, this one will work perfectly. Thank you, Joe, for good job, Joe. That out. Finding the random things I have on my desk. I knew I keep things here for a reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> for Joe to find them. Yeah, exactly. The controllers are the cables are short, but not as short as the NES Classic. Like I can sit a decent distance away. Right. Um. Multiplayer actually works surprisingly well, even with the enhanced mode, because uh, enhanced mode requires the use of the second controller port or USB port for a, a flash drive. And yeah, so, so you have to rely on a multi-tap. Yeah, so I had I have a couple USB hubs around here. Like this one, I think was just like a promotional item that was given away for free, or I paid like five bucks for it. Uh, so I'm able to do two-player no problem, and it's a lot of fun, like going back and playing old PlayStation games. So I'm having much more fun with it. I'm glad I only paid thirty-five dollars for it. They're 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 just hard sixty everywhere now. Like they're still yeah. on sale. Yeah, new sales have started. We were still sixty. Fye. Yeah, and it was sixty. And bucks they, were, they were they were yeah. just marked out at sixty bucks. It's like even here, like even in the most overpriced store in the, in the <laughs> yeah. world, they're still marked down. Which is fine because it should have been sixty bucks initially to begin with. Yeah. Like there's no reason. I mean, even the SNES Classic was eighty. And that, and that, that was because it came with two controllers. Yeah. And the games that were on there were like some of the RPGs are super long. Mm. Um, so I, that one even, I still felt like it should have been 60 bucks. Yeah. The NES made sense at 60 The SNES, all right, you threw in a second controller, I'll pay 80 That's Yeah, fine. the second controller was the thing that was like, I guess you can yeah. get away with it at that. Yeah. I rather would have had a version that only had one controller since Same. I knew I was going to buy a wireless controller. Because now I have three controllers for that, and I don't need that. So... But I, I get why they did it. But the PlayStation Classic at $100 was insane. It makes no sense. No. That thing that I have downstairs is not a $100 no. investment. Not by far. No, no. no. It's 50 to 60 Yeah. 
which would have been fine. So yeah. the fact that it's now a more reasonable price, good, but it's too little too late. Now, now that you have had a chance to play with it, and you just said, you know, something along that line, would you say it is worth the sixty bucks? Like, would you tell somebody to go out and buy it for sixty bucks? Probably or would you not still... for what is in the box. If you are someone that wants the enhancement version, yeah. Sure. And you've got, you know, flash drives laying around. Like, I don't have a lot of extra flash drives laying around. So that was an extra purchase uh, to make it enhanceable. But if you're a person who's got, you know, multi-gig flash drives lying around or, you know, most people don't have the USB hub, but some do. If you have that. Also, flash drives are dirt cheap now anyway. Yeah, I think I paid 20 bucks for it and it's a 64 gig stick. Yeah. So I I can fit pretty much anything on there. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. It mileage may vary. If... If there, if half of those games on there, ten of the twenty are games that you love and want to play again, yeah, sure, go for it. It's not, you know, it's not a bad little system. It's a nice little collector's piece that I have sitting next to the NES and SNES now. So, um, I don't know, sixty bucks is still kind of steep for what it is, but give it a month, it'll be down to forty. Yeah, good. I mean, I'm sure that there are people out there that, um, that you know, aren't. Like technically, you know, they're not going to go out of their way to, to enhance it in any kind of way, but they are thinking like, I really loved playing Final Fantasy VII back in the day. Yeah, you know, I'll pay sixty bucks to play Final Fantasy VII again. Yeah, because they're not going to go out of the, you know, they, maybe they don't have a PS4 or backwards compatible, you know, anything to download it on. Yeah. Well, we have two friends who are playing Final Fantasy VII like kind of in tandem right now, but they also had to dig out their Playstations to get it. Mm-hmm. And, like, had it been in a box in, like, their parents' attic or something like that, that might have been a good way for them to get it as well. But yeah. I still think 60 bucks is a bit too much. It, it, especially if you're not going to touch it, it's a little steep. Yeah, 40 is probably about I what I would pay on unenhanced. On eBay. It depends. If it's green box or no box, it's a lot cheaper. Because, like, the greatest hits version isn't worth as much. But the black case is really expensive from what I remember. Um, It's not... As much as you would think. I gave a copy of a black box to a friend of mine for like help moving me into some place. Yeah. He was like $3,000 for helping you move. No, I think it was like 60 bucks. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. And the, the green case is probably 40. But he was like, we were moving it in and he was like, oh, uh, are you going to get dinner or anything like that? Or like, how are you going to pay me? He's like said sarcastically. He's like, I'll take that black cop to give uh, Final Fantasy VII. And I was just like, sure. Like <laughs> I didn't played it in. Yeah. 10 years like i'm not gonna yeah, miss so it you were fine i clearly don't miss it but then we saw him at the party the other day and he was like just in case you want that copy back you can let me know i'm like i don't care yeah just you have to buy me pizza if, if i'm well, if he, i'm to give it back i need pizza he did he did buy his pizza for yeah. for dinner so it's like know. uh 20 bucks about for the green box copy yeah. and then like 45 to oh, like okay. 60 yeah for not the as black much box as copy. Right, that's not that bad but still like if it's if you just wanted to play that game yeah you know and you don't you don't have a PlayStation One to pull out, you or know? you can't find it, or it's yeah. If you don't have the if you don't have the tools to play one or two of those games that are on the classic, and you want to, sixty bucks is a fine price. Yeah, because it would probably cost you fifty bucks to get a PS One somewhere. Yeah, because you had to buy a PS One, buy a copy of the game. Yeah, you're you know? looking at you know sixty bucks already anyway. Possibly getting different hookups as well because oh yeah, because it's RGB. Yeah, it's not HDMI. No, but I feel like the the PS One had a port. That was similar to the PS2's port on the back, so you could use any like multi cable that would have composite cables. We were on just it. talking about that, and we couldn't find them for the regular PlayStation, but we can find them for the PS2. I think they're the same port. I don't know if it exports the same though. Um, like it, yeah, it's the same port, but it's the it's not the same cable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like because I remember back in the day, I used to have to buy like 
multi-cable things because I would have the N64 yeah. and the mm-hmm. PS2 yeah. and they'd have all, the, the all the adapters the on them. Tips on the end. Yeah, and it would say on it like PS1 slash PS2 and therefore could plug oh, into Oh yeah, I think you are right. Yeah, now, so, that, I'm, now that I'm remembering like selling them to people. Yeah, yeah. I remember it subtly being on there, but again, haven't had to think about it in 20 years, so who right. really knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really all I played this week. I didn't really do much else, I don't think. So. Steep? What? Oh yeah, Steep. I played Steep. Good call, Joe. Uh, Steep was the PlayStation Plus game uh, for this month. It was the big one that I think we were all looking forward to. It's, mm-hmm. re- it's a fun game. I'm like getting used to it now. I think when the first time I played it, there, I wasn't figuring out what to do, but I also realized in doing it this time that uh, I think what happened is is I didn't let the game install fully, so I only had like two things available at the time. It was like, I don't know what's going on. Why can't I play any of the rest of this? I don't know what to do, but it's because the game probably hadn't finished installing. It's on one that. of those ones where it like downloads and yes. stages. It downloads it's enough for you to be able to start it and mm-hmm. do some stuff, but not enough to unlock the You can the start it, game. but all you can do is the snowboarding. Well, we all you can do is... Skiing yet. All you can do is snowboard this one mountain. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even just snowboarding. But... Like, you can squirrel suit this one area. Mm-hmm. And once you do those two, you're just like, wait, what do I do now? That's um, it. So I think that might have been it before. Because I only played, it would have been a weekend free trial. So I would have had to rush to try to play all in the weekend. And I just probably didn't uh, realize what was happening. But I'm, I had fun with it. I'm going to continue like that. It's not a game I'm going to put a ton of hours into like in a binge sense it'll be a thing where oh, i got an hour to kill right now yeah, like might as well do some snowboarding yeah i'll try and like i know a few other people that have played it before it was free and now that it's free so there's plenty i have plenty of friends with high scores on there that i can chase and so that'll be what i do it for like all right today i'm beating such and such as wingsuit record like yeah. that's what i'm going for so you played celeste right yeah did you beat it yeah oh okay it I, took me a while. I got to some parts where I got stuck because I'm not really good at platformer games. Yeah. But because that's the games with gold, so I played a bit of it as well. Um, I think I got to like the third like level, or f- I beat the third level. So like I'm on the fourth level now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you first face like your dark self, mm-hmm. there's that part where like you have to go down like five different screens. But if you die, you have to go all the way back at the top, and that took me like a good. 10 or 20 times to try to yeah. get it done i don't remember it very well because i played it when it came out at the beginning of last year yeah so it's been a full year since i've played it uh, i've watched a friend play it a little bit since then but i don't really remember it that much the soundtrack on that game is great yeah yeah the soundtrack is a lot of fun but yeah no i uh, i quite enjoyed steep i'm going to continue playing playing it and uh leaving it on there to snowboard and ski and i don't know which i like the best i was doing a lot of skiing i don't know why it just chose to do that it's the same it's the same controls and the same everything yeah. so just different tricks i definitely yeah. haven't had a chance to play it yet yeah no it's uh it's definitely I still fun. well uh i don't know if there's like co-op in it i think it's just score beating and yeah i think you like just kind of race maybe they'll race ghosts against each or something other. maybe we'll have to try that yeah yeah you can download it too john we'll see if we can do like a three yeah player I, I was gonna thing. do it last night and then i totally forgot yeah, it does take a while to install because it is a very big game. Well, yeah, that's why I was really going to start nice, it, so. and then like when I went to go, you know, yeah. sleep, it was going to download overnight. But that was I forgot. A, like, I, mode. That was a, I like started downloading it like on Thursday, and then like Friday morning, I woke up and I was like, "Jesus Christ, it's still downloading?" Is it really? Yeah, it's a, Jeez. Well, it's, it's 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 not necessarily still downloading, but still installing. Installing, yeah, yeah. It takes the the big chunk of it because it's like a seventy gig game or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Jeez. Yeah. It's a well. There's you have to do all the snow and all the weather and, and the mountains I think it also and the sun installs and the lighting like, and yeah. a bunch of DLC that probably installs it. Yeah. And then you, need and the then you just gotta buy the code it. to unlock it. Gotcha. Yeah. I, when I might actually buy some of the DLC after having played. I was a little really bit. tempted when I was looking at. I, was, I saw the '90s stuff and I was like, I could go for some '90s stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all the crazy neon like. 
well, the uh, X, clothing and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's X Games and it's Winter Olympics. So Body I'm, glove. I'm down for it when when they go on sale. Like the next yeah. time they're all on sale, I'll probably just buy the gold edition or whatever. Now yeah, that I know I like pass. the game, yeah. So I'll definitely get into that. Uh, but that was all I played uh, for this week. Thank you for reminding me about Steep Joe because I played it on Tuesday and so mm. I hadn't touched it since. Meanwhile, I was playing Tony Hawk right before you guys got here. And once you were here, we were playing more Tony Hawk. So that was foremost in my mind. Uh, so that'll do it then for uh, what we played this week. Uh, so we're going to once again flip the script, flip, flip the whole thing on its head. Flippity flop. Yeah, Joe's already rolling his eyes because I said it twice. Flip yep. it on its head. You know, flippity flop. Yeah, turn the whole thing on its head. 2019, man. Flipping the script. New year upside down. Yeah. New year, new show. Who this? We're ready. That's Joe. Yeah. We're going to do the lightning round, not lightning round first. And then we're going to get into our big topic of the week, uh, which is looking ahead to Q1 of 2019 and the games that we're looking forward to. Uh, but first, because we're flipping the script, turning the whole show upside down, putting everything on its head. Joe's already rolling his eyes. He's ready to walk out of the room. He's standing up. Keep going. He's, he's at the door. Keep going. He's, he's gone. For the love of God. <laughs> oh, he's back at the microphone now. Just kidding. Uh, all right. So lightning round. We, we've got it. We're starting. You ready, Joe? Yes. Okay. Normally you have the list and you're ready and you're looking at your Well, phone. the first thing on the list is something that I didn't bring in. So. Oh, that's true. The first thing on the list is something that I wrote down and it's that Soldier Boy and his Soldier Boy console or Soldier console. I don't know if I think it was called the Soldier Game. The Soldier Game. Uh, yeah. He's pulling sales from it. Uh, because, surprise surprise well it is surprising because he was a staunch defender of the fact that this was definitely all above board it was definitely legal. Yeah. um you know it was all something I, that he I could totally he, get away with i believe he tweeted out nintendo ain't gonna do shit yeah <laughs> which is yeah a very bold claim considering nintendo does shit all the <laughs> yeah, time. It's yeah nintendo sued people everything. for having yeah. a pokemon like pay birthday attention. party yeah, pay attention soldier boy uh, but yeah no he's pulling all sales of his console that did was... we talk about the soldier game yeah we at did any point yeah nah, maybe it so might have been mentioned the but not thing. as a like news item just like a hey don't be stupid like soldier boy or something hmm. uh but yeah no he was selling uh chinese consoles that were emulator machines that had roms already on them yeah they came is, like pre-installed with 500 games yeah that's yeah. where the legality thing runs is you can't you can sell the emulator like you can sell the machine you can sell the machine with the emulators but you can't sell the roms yeah that's where the like the big legal thing comes from and that's what everyone kept telling him and for a few weeks he was very very adamant that it was fine and all the lawyers said everything was okay uh, and he didn't have any lawyers that's dead wrong so he's pulled all sales he's not gonna sell it anymore surprise yeah but uh good i was tempted uh to buy one no, you weren't no don't do it joe just don't do it just don't, because don't, well i no. mean i can't now yeah no good that's why i i emailed him and said you have to pull these down now because my friend's gonna make a horrible decision he's gonna buy a soldier game <laughs> but like here's the thing is that he was selling it as a soldier game, but you could buy the exact identical item. Oh, you're going to buy the Amazon one? Yeah, like you could buy it like off of Amazon, the exact identical thing, uh, just without, like, and its name's not even on it. Like, it's there's not nothing, on the box. There's nothing on it that actually says anything. It doesn't say the soldier game anywhere on it. Well, there was no all. mock-ups of the, the, his version either. So, like, there was no mock-ups of the box of it or any of that stuff. So. No, it's just yeah. a white box. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, the packaging. There was no packaging photos or anything for, oh, his, no. for his version. It, no. it, it could have been. like, his picture. didn't have his name on it or anything like that. No. He was just selling it yeah. on his own store. Yeah. And, He's an idiot. Yeah. So, I was, like, kind of tempted to buy just, like, the no name no name brand one even though it's the exact same item that he had don't do it just to like have one but then i was like eh, it's still just was this pre the john john video yeah this was just when it like came out yeah when i somebody was like oh yeah like here it is him selling it for like three hundred dollars 
Or here it is, you can buy it on Amazon for like 80 bucks. And I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? It's a lot of money to spend for an elaborate practical joke that you're going to have I no waste a lot of to. money on dumb things. I know you do, but yeah. this one. Like, <laughs> because the only, came in already. the logical yeah. end to that is you get him to like autograph it or something. And like, then you have like a soldier boy autograph. Like, Why that's, would you like, want that? One? Like, that's the joke. Like, that's how far you'd have to take that for it to be a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, and you're never going to do then, that. Yeah. And then I was just like, it's still just way too much effort to do yeah, this. Exactly. It still doesn't even play the ROMs properly either. No, no yeah, it still a, was a piece of crap. Yeah. yeah, which is good that he took it down. So, uh, good job, Soldier I wonder, Boy. Like, tried. I wonder how many people actually bought one. I don't know from like directly from him. Didn't it supposedly sell out within the first like hour or something? Yeah, but did he put three on sale? Is That's that why? I mean, yeah. yeah. I remember he tweeted out like to the person who bought the first one. Like he tweeted out like a really like a snappy, heartfelt like, like you're you you're know, keeping you're, a boy's yeah. dream alive. Yeah, I'm like, just a man with a like a. a I'm just a man who bought a bunch of crap off of a Chinese website <laughs> and is selling it now. Yeah, Soldier Boy told you. Yeah, I think he said, I'm just a boy with a dream. You're helping keep my dreams alive. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Not only that, (laughs) he started selling, like, more of them. Yeah. Like, he sold, like, originally it was just a handheld thing, but then he sold, like, a console version of it as well. No, it was the other way around. The console version was first, and then he was making the handheld one. Uh, I thought the handheld one was first. No. Oh. Either way, dumb. And no longer for sale. Surprise. Uh, lightning round. So this was uh, some big, the like really one of the bigger pieces of news from this week is that a group of former Blizzard developers, uh, they all were predominantly working on Hearthstone before mm-hmm. this, uh, have started Not their own company. What? It was Heroes of the Storm. No, no, no it was Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. that's a different thing. Okay. Um, they were working on uh, Hearthstone and now they're starting their own company and they got a Marvel game. We mm-hmm. don't know anything about it. We don't know what it is. It's probably, honestly, a card-based something... Fighter, I, would I mean, think. you have to assume that if they're the Hearthstone devs, that that they're going to make a like a card game thing for them. But doesn't Marvel already have like eight fucking card game games? They do. Well, they ha- I don't know if they're card game necessarily, but they have a million little mini fighter, mini hero based mini or like, like character based, yeah, mobile like, versions yeah. of other franchises of other like game genres. They have a bunch of them. Like they have a match three fighter. They have an endless runner. They have a, like a mini RPG type, like turn based thing. So they're, they're always just adding mobile versions of these different games so this wouldn't surprise me if that if it was that plus i know uh their game spider-man unlimited uh it's a game so- game loft i think is the company it's, it's their endless runner that's shutting down in a couple of months so i think they like marvel just recycles games mm. when they stop being profitable they just take one off and put a new one up kind of thing. and usually it's a kind of the same thing just under a new umbrella and the hope is that you're gonna though go spend money on it because you maxed out spending money on the old game or you stopped playing the old game because this one's new and fresh and has new characters and new things. Like they're, they're not wrong. Yeah, they're trying to trap you into paying money for it again. So it clearly works. I think that's just their strategy with mobile. Mm. But I'm intrigued to see what it is. If it's a card game, I'm not going to get into it just because I don't. I, don't I mean, if, card if it's games. straight up Hearthstone but with Marvel characters, maybe like Hearthstone was a pretty good, good fucking game. Yeah, so, I, still, like, I would play I would that. Play Hearthstone every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, every once in a day when like the new expansions come out and stuff I'll yeah like, i'm like oh, let's see what sure happens. i'll sign up because or not sign up but I'll, like i'll reinstall it and play it and... yeah so. but that, i mean i'm interested anyways yeah i'm more interested than i would be if it was generic former... generic a team made of or a team of yeah 
whoever. Yeah, like if, if the news item was former Hearthstone devs form new company, start working on new unannounced game, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. They're working on their own thing. People who like Hearthstone will probably be super into that. But you throw Marvel in the title and my ears perk up and I'm naturally more inclined to, to pay attention. But it seemed like a big deal. I mean, all of the different outlets were talking about it this week. And so uh, they weren't no-named people from Blizzard. Like it was people that, you know, other others knew of from their work with Hearthstone. So I'm intrigued. I'm yeah. always down to try a Marvel mobile game, though I don't ever really stick with them. And that's just assuming it's mobile. I mean, I I have a hard time, like, sticking with mobile games in general. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm always down to give something a try. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I get, like, two weeks out of it that I get to kind of, like, dick around and keep myself occupied at work, mm-hmm. then sure. Yeah, exactly. And, again, this is all the assumption that it's a mobile game. Yeah, I mean, it could, could be a PS4 game. It could be a PC game. It could be a, a all gigantic the above. RPG. Yeah, that this Hearthstone team has had in their minds for the longest time. They're like, yeah, sure, we're gonna make a real game now. Yeah, yeah. but just because they're developers doesn't mean that, like that's the only thing they make. Like they could have just come into this project and this is what they were working on, and yeah. now like they're this has been their dream to make a first-person shooter. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Uh, devs pivot all the time. People leave studios to start new studios yeah. because they want to pivot. Right. So it, it makes sense that it could be anything. I, but the the prevailing theory is that it is it's, mobile or PC based because that's what Hearthstone was and that's where they came from. Right. So, but Marvel is also the selling point for us at least. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. Exactly. So definitely going to try it if and when it comes out. Uh, we don't know anything more than they're just they're working on it. It seems like it's just started. So uh, lightning round. This one's for Joe uh, from Software. Uh, confirmed this week that there are two unannounced titles that they're working on. The assumption is that one is Bloodborne Two, and uh, I don't know. What do you think the other one could be, Joe? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they've already kind of shown that they can do uh like other stuff. So these could be two completely different things. Like they had that um weird VR game Daris, come out, Daris Serene, or yeah, Daris Serene or something. Yeah. They had that come out. Um, there was like a Bloodborne Easter egg in that. that Supposedly, people think that it's a Bloodborne two teaser, but it's never been confirmed as such. Yeah, but yeah, so like people were like, "Oh, like there is something in here that seems to be pointing towards Bloodborne." Yeah. So, like that might be their way of saying, "Yeah, we're also working on another Bloodborne." I, for all we know, it could just be like, "Hey, we're making Bloodborne VR." Yeah. You know, so it could be something like that, but completely different because I. I mean, I know that he said, like, he wasn't going to be working on another Dark Souls-type game. But, I mean, come on. But, yeah, like, that, that's where the... He may not, but somebody that's else the, the yeah, studio may true, be. True, yeah. You, they could have a bunch of different... Uh, clearly, they're working at, an, at least three games at the moment, because Sekiro I mean, still hasn't come out yet. Blood, Bloodborne would work in VR, wouldn't it? If you just had two move controllers, like, one was your sword, one was your shield? Well, it's not first person. It's also very, very precise. Yeah, I know, but you'd have to do. You'd have to make some changes of it, but the overall like formula would work. No, yeah, fairly you could well. make something. Yeah, Bloodborne VR, I don't think it would be Dark very Souls good. Though. It would be Dark Souls adjacent. Yeah, yeah, it'd just be you, Bloodborne closer to your eyes as opposed to anything else. Well, you could you could do it first person, and like you could put in rolling where like you press the trigger and it rolls or, or something just make like it that. Like a dash as opposed yeah, to a roll. yes, a quick sidestep as opposed to a roll. Something that isn't necessarily as jarring to your perception. But I'd be down to see a like I want a cool sword and shield game in, in VR because I have the like I have the move controllers and I have motion controls. Like, give me the ability to raise one and that's a shield and the other one is a you sword. Just swing like, your sword around. Yeah, that sounds like it would be fun. I'd be more inclined to try that than another uh, similar just Bloodborne no, Dark Souls Dark style. Souls. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll we'll get into it later because you, you mentioned Sekiro already, but you know like. 
I can see more. I could see something like that working in VR. So if that was a product they were working on, I don't know how well Deracine sold. I don't either. I, mean, I haven't I heard bother. anything about it other than the original Beast Three trailer, and I was just like, oh. That's a thing. I heard people liked it, but it wasn't. I, it's the same thing with most VR games, where it's like that was cool, but uh, okay. It's, I, it's a walking simulator again, isn't it? I don't. I'm not even sure. I just watched. I was like watching the trailer, going like, okay, this looks like a thing that I probably would never play. And then at the end, it said From Software, and I went like, I guess really? The Bloodborne guys? Like, it, wasn't it all guys? black and white too? Yeah. Yeah, that's not. I mean, I don't know if the whole game was, or if it was just the a trailer. trailer was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked into it at all because, I, again, I don't have any connection to the Bloodborne universe or From Software. Well, I don't think it so. has anything to do with Bloodborne. No, but like, I'm not. I, yeah, I haven't played any of the other From games. From Software didn't so. make you perk up like it did me. Exactly. So, and I mean, for all we know, that one of these two things could just be like Sekiro Two. That like, yeah, there's a dude writing. You know, where they already screenplay for. Yeah, right play now. tests have been fantastic, and the feedback is great, and yeah. they think it's going to. We know really we're going to well. make a Sekiro two, yeah. so we have a guy working on Sekiro two. No, you're not wrong. It definitely could be that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested. I would hope that it would be Bloodborne two. I would be excited if it was, but I'm also excited for Sekiro. So, if it's just two completely new original things, yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah. It could be uh, a new Tenchu. You Which know, is true. what we thought Sekiro was yeah, when we yeah. first saw it, yeah. And it could have been like, oh, everybody got really excited for at the idea of a new Tenchu when we unveiled Sekiro, so let's just make a new Tenchu. Or let's remaster Tenchu, or put yeah. out a... Sure. Because what was there, two, three Tenchus? Uh, I think there was only two of them. One. There was more than one. No, there was Tenchu 1 and 2, and then there was like Tenchu Dark Rise something, of the or, something or something like yeah. that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you could do a collection. You mm-hmm. know, That could be one of the unannounced projects as a remaster collection, or an upscale collection, sure. or, or what have you, so... Either way, it could be fun. Uh, lightning round. Joe, you've got this one. Uh, Activision has fired their CFO. Or plans to? Did? Uh, they did. They did. Yeah. He got just fired. after Christmas. It's so rough. Uh, no, just before Christmas. <laughs> just before Christmas. Oh, the humanity. I got fired what the day after Christmas. What will he definitely do with probably the millions of dollars that he definitely has? I didn't have millions of dollars. No. I got fired the day after Christmas, though. Well, uh, it, he quickly fell uh, back on his feet uh, right afterwards. But, uh, yeah, after a, like a, a rather tumultuous... Tumultu- Here's, here's yeah. a fucking word I can't say again. No, you said Stop it. doing it. You, no, he said it. Tumultuous is right. Smart. You yeah. said tumultuous. 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 Spencer Newman, who was their chief financial officer at Activision Blizzard, uh, was let go on the uh, December 24th. <laughs> right before Christmas. The poor man. Uh, yep. Uh, so on the 24th, they announced that, uh, he was leaving on the 26th. They announced that, uh, former chief financial officer, Dennis Durkin would be taking his place. Dennis Durkin. Um, uh, because the blizzard has had been having a rather tumultuous, whatever the fuck that it one is. Was wrong. That was yep. wrong yep. year. Uh, a they bad recently, year. They yeah, recently fired all of, or, well, not all of, but they fired a bulk of their Hearthstone or not, um, Here's, Here's the storm. Here's the storm. Yeah, this is the other thing that John yeah. thought we were talking about earlier. Yeah, they recently hired their fired the bulk of their Hero of the Storm team. Uh, there was the fiasco with the Diablo Immortal. Uh, so they were unhappy with how he was handling being the chief financial officer. Uh, luckily, he was quickly hired by Netflix. They'll take anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't exactly know what he'll be doing at Netflix, but I mean, at least the guy like was fired the day before Christmas. <laughs> And then got another job. And then got another job right yeah. away. I so. mean, we don't know the situation for him being fired either. Like, he could be fired because he was already looking to move to Netflix. And they were like, yo, you can't do that. You you can't work here anymore. True. And he's like, all right, that's cool. I was already looking at getting another job anyway. Yeah, Peace. They, they, they want me, so bye. Well, 
yeah. their stock dropped twenty six percent last year, so it probably has something more to do with that. Yeah, yeah, because those anything. other things, the day to days, those would be more of a, a CEO, not a CFO kind of decision making process with firing big bulks of developers and things. Yeah, uh, the CFO would be who you blame when your your stock tanks, right? Which clearly it did. Yeah, but uh, Blizzard hasn't announced or hasn't released like any kind of statement as to why this had happened. So it, I mean, it t- entirely could be like John said that Netflix was already like ready to like poach him. So they were just like, "We're gonna fire you before you can quit." Yeah, or he had he had meetings there and, and said like, "Guys, I'm leaving anyways." And they're yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, sure." Go or ahead. like, "You can't quit. End, you're fired." It, or it could have been one of those things where it's like, "Hey, at the end of the year, Jan one, I'm going to Netflix," and they're like, "Or you know what? Just take the week between Christmas and New Year's off. Like, you can just go now." Yeah, that wouldn't be all that surprising either. Because it wasn't like a big dust up. There wasn't like someone coming out and being like, "Oh, f these guys, man. They're the worst. I'm the best. I can't believe they yeah. fired me unjustly." It was just. Okay, he he's was gone, gone yeah. and then he was hired by Netflix, yeah. like, immediately afterwards. Yeah, so I'm sure it was amicable to an extent, even if they're just like, all right, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah, kind of thing. Uh, he's uh, he's actually, he's going to be the chief financial officer at Netflix. There you go. Yeah, he'll be replacing uh, David Wells, who held the position for 14 years. The baseball pitcher? The author? Sure, both of them. He's a man of uh, jack-of-all-trades. Yeah, man of many talents. Uh, of all jacks. Yeah, lightning round. So this is a sad update for those that were really looking forward to uh, a canonical version of this famous internet character Bowsette. Uh, but unfortunately, Nintendo has confirmed that Bowsette is not canon yet. <laughs> well, they already confirmed that she wasn't canon like a million times before. But I guess well, this is now. I'm sure they're just basically like, stop drawing all this porn well, no, before. Before they <laughs> just said stop. like, oh, that's cute that you guys made up that character. We're not. Using we it. didn't make up the character, but they didn't say like definitively that it wasn't a possibility until recently, where they said that only. Uh, Toadette can use the yeah crown. The, the crown only works on Toadette yeah so, so just a recap of the story from many months ago when we the only one time we talked about Bowsette uh, is that in the upcoming New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe uh, for, there is a special crown that uh, yeah, Toadette each, can use each character I think has a special item that drops uh, and uh, Toadette's one is called the Super Crown uh, and when she gets it she turns into Princess Peach essentially yeah it's, yeah it's Peachette Peachette yeah but and looks so exactly I'm, like Princess Peach but she has like Toadette's uh, ponytails or yeah. pigtails. So when the E3, tra- I think it was an E3 trailer during mm-hmm. their Nintendo Direct Treehouse came out, uh, everyone was like, oh, I wonder if other people could wear the crown. And then an artist whose name I don't have in front of me uh, essentially drew Bowser putting on the crown and becoming a gender-bent Bowser with big boobs and horns and the the whole deal that people love drawing of uh, cartoon women. And uh, the internet ran with it for a good week, I think. And that's still going. Uh, I mean... Oh, I mean, it went hard for a week. I it's, think, yeah, it's I still think, going yeah, now. I think Bowsette jumped to the number one point, like, search option on Pornhub. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there was lots and lots of uh, fan art, yeah. I, I, I will call it. <laughs> fan, yeah. art? Oh, yeah. fan art? I'm not saying that it stopped. Fan creations, like, that's a better way of saying yeah. it. Yeah. It was part of the pop culture, like, bubble for a good right. week. Where, it was like, Everybody had news articles about it. Everyone was talking about it. I think even we... Didn't talk. I think our, we didn't. No, yeah, we, we just did, said, are we, we going to? Something at the end. No, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Want it wasn't it. worth it. Yeah. So the but they said that yes, only only Toadette can use the crown, as is now going forward. Probably that may change. 
there's always options for DLC, but they probably just don't want to condone porn. So uh, yeah, I think it's been far too tainted for Nintendo to touch oh, yeah. it with a ten foot pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the internet, the internet ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> like it does. Yeah, most rest things. in peace. Well, I mean, they created it to be ruined. Like let's let's not consider that this was at any point meant to be wholesome. <laughs> yes. No, but it could have been just been like a funny tongue in cheek joke of Bowser like looking at his peach pie and be like, "Ooh, I'm cute" or whatever, and then that was the end of it. But of course, it got taken to the internet degree um, and made infinitely worse. Yeah, once it got to that point of the internet, there was no way Nintendo was going to stick with it. Good job, internet. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say you ruined it, but I, I don't. Mean, I don't care. Internet, you did your thing. Yeah, like I'm not mad that I mean Bowsette's not going to be included in the future games. Yeah, I'm sure, some people will be because it's a funny idea. But right. I don't know. I don't really well, care yeah, I mean, you looked into that. Uh, it was supposed to be in mario odyssey original well yeah i remember at the time people were combing through to see if there was anything that would give a hint to this being a real thing and i guess in the odyssey art book there was concept art for a potential plot of mario odyssey where bowser had a cappy style hat and therefore could throw it he threw it at princess peach and princess and like took over her body but in doing so like she grew fangs and like maybe had horns and so like looked kind of like a bowser peach crossover and so everyone was like, oh, is this the impetus for Bowsette? Like, there you go. That's kind of a thing. Uh, and then even still, they're now they're like, no. Yeah. No, Negative. No. Nope. No, 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 no. So, sorry, internet. You lose. Or you win. Because now you have a... You could just stick to the, the I mean, Bowsette I'm sure, you have now. I'm, Yeah, I'm sure all the people out there, they felt like they've won enjoying yeah. Bowsette in the way that they have yeah, and this is going to be the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a headcanon thing forever. Like people are never going to let this go. It's always going to be a thing that gets brought up, and people will make the art still. And I mean, there funny. was there was Booet and yeah, there uh, were Chain, Chain Chompette and yeah. all of them out there as well. Yeah, so just uh, release a whole gender swapped Mario game and just watch the internet lose its mind. I'd, I'd enjoy that. I'd sit there with popcorn on the sidelines of that dumpster fire and just <laughs> watch all the terrible people fight each other. It would be fun. It wouldn't be a bad game either. You just do it, you know. I want, like, there was a not, like, isn't that what that, like, Gianna Sisters game was originally? It was meant to just be a, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. What? There was a game called, there's a game called, like, Gianna Sisters that was supposed to be, I thought it was supposed to be just, like, Mario Brothers, but it's two female characters instead, but it's also just a platformer. Yeah. There's, there's been a couple of them. I haven't heard of it. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Either way. But yeah, sorry. Sorry, Bowsette fans. Not canon. You just have to cry with the people who want Waluigi and Smash. God damn you guys it. can all be sad that the thing that you want is not possible. Uh, lightning round. Do you guys remember P.E.T.? you remember? Playable teaser? Playable teaser, yes. Poop in your pants because it was yeah. so scary. Norman Reedus fetus? And, uh... no, that, no, Norman Reedus was a regular man this time. This was before he was carrying around fetuses. No, there's a Reedus fetus in this game. Really? It's in the sink. I don't know. It's the whole plot of the. the it's the whole plot of the. the but is thing. it his? We don't know. Uh, yeah, because it's like you play a woman who like had an abortion, and like that's just, like her. Well, you're playing a guy. Or a guy, but it didn't you're playing Norman Reedus. But his wife had an abortion or something like that, and that was like the, what if it was the physical sister? manifestation of the abortion. One of them. Yeah. Hmm. And that was the physical manifestation of his like nightmare. Gotcha. Joe poked it. Well, it's back. In, in a way of sorts because it's gone 
like that. Yeah, so uh, this was a this game was originally supposed to be the new Silent Hill game. Um, it was being made by Guillermo Totoro and um, Kojima. Yeah, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, Konami. Uh, yeah, at Konami before everything went to hell with uh, Kojima and Konami, um, and it was like super hyped up once it came out. Everybody was really excited. I think it was announced like it was one of those things where it was shown off at E3, and then they're like, and the demo is available right now, and everyone went and downloaded it. Super scary game. Uh, a weird first-person, like, narrative walking simulator type thing where you're just continuously walking in a loop of the same hallway, but, like, every time you go through the loop, it gets weirder and weirder and weirder and more shit happens. There's drawers and everything. Yeah, but uh, and... yeah, but once everything went down with uh, with Kojima and Konami, uh, the game was canceled. Well, it was the... This was the playable teaser for Silent Hills, which was yeah, the new yeah. Silent yeah, Hill. Yeah, it was the Silent Hill game. That they were game working. or reboot yeah. or whatever. But once he left, the game was canceled. Yep. Pulled uh, down from stores. Yeah, the, uh, the the demo itself was taken off the PlayStation Store. Uh, it was only available to people that like could or still had it downloaded. You could no longer download it and then, uh, again. I think it, it even is something where if you have it, like in your download list, you still can't download it now. No, yeah. It, it has to be on your hard drive. Yeah, if it's down. not on your hard drive anymore, you can't actually ever play right. it. Yeah, because if when I go to my like download list, at the top of my download list, it always says... PT cannot download. Yeah. Because it tries to like automatically download it all the time. Yeah, it doesn't know how. Yeah, and it, does, it like can't find the source code kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was great. I had a lot of fun playing with it, finding like all the different weird little hidden things Every, in the game. Everybody did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a ton of like great let's plays of watching people freak out while they played it. Uh, so a, uh, a creative uh, young developer working in uh, he's uh, in college. This was just a thing that he was working on while in college. Uh, he managed to recreate the entire game uh, in Unreal for the PC, also in VR, uh, which sounds like it would be just the most terrifying thing ever to play. Well, it, it just reminds me of Resident Evil 6 in VR, like or not 6, seven. Uh, seven, 7 in VR. Well, 7 is like more of an action game, not as much like psychological. Like, wasn't, yeah. But wasn't. I was uh, never scared playing Final or Resident Evil 7. Wasn't Outlast also in VR? No, Outlast no. was never VR. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe somebody modded it for. I'm not sure. But uh, I mean, I'm, and I know there's, there's other like horror games in VR and oh, stuff, yeah, sure. but uh, I don't know. Just first-person horror games in general scare the crap out of me. Doing it in VR is just making that twofold. Like, yeah, I'm sure it was the, the creepiest fucking thing in the world. And even the guy that uh, created it was saying that like a lot of people were like freaking out and like having a hard time playing it in VR and stuff, and it like led to a lot of like. Uh, motion sickness, but like also like panic attacks and shit yeah. from people playing it. I mean, you and I like there was a point where we were playing it, and I was like, "Don't, don't go back down the hallway. Don't, don't, don't you do it. The chandelier's moving. There's something up there. Don't, don't do <laughs> don't, it. Don't look up. Don't look up. <laughs> don't, don't look up. Just, just look at the wall and walk sideways. Yeah, it says no, no VR for Outlast or Outlast Two. Oh, hmm. I thought there was. Yeah, I didn't remember there being one. Oh, well, I was proven wrong. Uh, but uh, so uh, he's even actually said. Because you can play the game in both regular as just a recreation of PT, or you can play it in VR. It's available in both ways. And you said that like the reaction to the VR one has actually had him considering taking it down, just because it was like messing with people too much. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I to, just to finish up on Outlast, it looks like you can play it in VR and PC, but it's not like a native VR support. It's like you have to do. You're something. just playing it. Yeah. Like- well, like there's something you can download to turn it into VR, but it's not like it's just doing the fake VR. Yeah, it's, it's just not it's projecting it. it into the lens, yeah. but it's not actually yeah. in VR. It's making it so you're not watching in cinema mode, but mm-hmm. it's also not like you can't turn around like and have it turn or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You're still controlling it with your controller, yeah. your mouse and keyboard. But it's still cool that that guy was able to do that. Yeah, uh, and, and I heard it was all by himself. Yeah, and I heard like Norman Reedus looks more like Norman Reedus now than he did. In the original one, well, you don't actually see him in the game. You the, see him at the well, end. You see him at the, you see him in the cutscene after you. Beat yeah, him. but like when he does, like in this new version, it's more realistic looking. Oh, than, like it looks more like him. Yeah, than it did before, or that it does in uh, the other one, the thing that he's in now. Death Stranding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby smuggling the game. Um, but yeah, no, that's still uh, still pretty cool. Anytime someone can work by themselves to to do something really cool and like have the ingenuity to pull something like this off is always fascinating. Yeah. So good for him. I hope he gets an A on whatever project he turns this into. Like, even if this wasn't for a school project, I hope it is now. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, yeah, I mean, no. if anything, it makes for a hell of a good, uh, like resume. You yeah, know, absolutely. Thing. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, I'm the guy that went viral with me recreating the most cult video game thing of this generation yeah. and turning it into VR. Like, isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. Hire me. Yeah. Money, please. Yeah. From software, hire me for Dark Souls. Yeah, VR. Uh, VR. There you go. Sweet. Get him on that. Well, I'll send an email to both people. Be like, mm-hmm. why don't you guys talk to each other? I'll CC you both. Make this. This thing that I want that I probably won't play, but Joe will love. Yes. Uh, all right. Lightning round. There's some weirdness going on in the Overwatch League, but not in the regular Overwatch League. The minors of the Overwatch League? No, this is the Pro League. Are you, I thought it was the minors. This I thought it was like the pro league. The, uh, the, the, the D league, the B squad. Well, it's officially a professional league anyway. Yeah, but it's still like, but it's the, it's it's the, the minors. minors. Yeah. Like, it's like how the AHL or the right. AAA. I don't know how competitive video game playing works. Well, you play competitively yeah, you play for money. People. Yeah. I mean, I don't know like what would differentiate something Rankings. from like, a pro team and a Rankings. minor team, I guess. Rankings. Yeah. <laughs> one article I saw said the minor Overwatch league. But either way, Joe, tell us about the story, and I'll figure out if it's the minors or the majors. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this whole thing was just really fucking bizarre. Um, so, a, a, a pro, minor pro, semi-pro Overwatch team, whatever the hell it was, called Second Wind, uh, announced that they had hired a uh, new player uh, by the name of Ellie. Uh, she was a, a player who came completely out of nowhere. She basically only existed for five days before getting hired, like her, all of her, you know, she she just showed up out of nowhere, played for five days, and was hired by uh, the, the second win team. Um, and people were kind of like, "Well, where the hell did this person come from? That all of a sudden, out of nowhere, somebody just shows up and jumps up to the? I think she was number fourth ranked person on the North American leaderboards at the time when she got uh, hired. Jeez, yeah, uh, and everyone was like, people don't usually just come out of nowhere like this and just become the a top ranked player um so people started like trying to look into her but the thing is that uh second one wouldn't like release any information on her she they wouldn't release what her actual name was she only went by ellie she had no last name no information um when she streamed she uh she didn't use like a face cam in any way um and people noticed that she didn't really know what she was talking about while she was narrating the game. She was very good at playing the game, 
But when it came to like talking about the strategy and stuff that she was using, I'm sure the pink lady. Yeah, it was basically she just had no clue what she was talking about at the time. What? No, it's that's bad. I was oh, saying, I thought mm. you found something on there. I no, it's definitely it's the Overwatch was. Contenders League, which is the, the like semi pro. Yeah, yeah. What was the name of the team? Uh, Second, Second Wind. Wind. Uh, there's a lot of teams in this. There's a lot of teams. Oh yeah, Second Wind right there. Asiums. Uh, yeah, Second Wind. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I was just saying, mm, that's bad. Yeah, so people started, uh, like, asking and, like, you know, trying to figure out who she was. Uh, second win was, like, uh, once people started, like, questioning whether or not she was even actually playing the game, that turned into, oh, you're just saying she's not good enough because she's, she's a girl. girl. Yeah. And it kind of turned into a big kerfuffle over, like, is this sexist or is this people just that are very perceptive of something weird is going on here well it's the thing like when you can back it up and say i don't think she's playing the game because i'm listening to her talk about the game and she doesn't know what's going on that leads me to believe that she's not playing it like anybody that would be that good at overwatch would know things that she seems to not know yeah and she's the this is she's the first uh i guess in north america i think in like other parts of the country there's been other pro female players but she was the first north american a female player to get like signed to a, a pro for summer pro whatever the fuck I still don't team. even think that's right. Uh, that's what I've read. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a lot of things about it. A lot of weird, like contradicting information and stuff. Yeah, because like that. that Korean girl was the first like female in the Overwatch League. Well, that's, that's in North America. North America, right? But I still don't even think because that was three years ago. So yeah, I'm not sure. Wait, wasn't this year the only the first year of the Overwatch League? No. Maybe in North America. Oh no, it was the 2016 was. Yeah. Yeah. Th- three years ago. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, had, what ended up happening is uh, Second Win organized uh, like a stream where a bunch of their players and Ellie would play together like as a team. This is her first time like debuting as a member of the team. Uh, and that just exacerbated the thing because now it went from just her playing by herself to now her trying to play as a team. Yeah, trying to do call-outs. And it and... also resulted in people going like, she has no idea what she's talking about. She's playing very, very well. But she has no idea what she's talking about when she's playing. Uh, after that, Ellie ended up quitting the team and saying that she just didn't want to put up with it because she felt like people were uh, harassing her and she didn't want to get doxxed and she didn't want her information leaked out there. Which is weird if you're going to be on a pro team. When you when these teams play like professionally, they play on a stage in front of lots of people. Like People are going to find out who you are. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. Like Imagine if like the Patriots hired a player that... like just wore a mask you can never see their face yeah people would be confused like people would want to find out who that person was yeah uh so she ended up quitting and that turned into another big thing where first like pro american female player gets chased off of her team because of harassment so she's the first female overwatch contenders player contenders player so that means there could be someone in the main league okay but she's the first one in the contenders. Yeah, I think that's true because uh, one of the like one what ended up happening is another player. I believe her name was Aspen. She's like a high ranking player. She was the person who eventually figured out that Ellie did not actually exist, mm. and it turns out that it was all true. Ellie was actually a male player uh, who's a high ranking player, but has never been signed to a team named Punisher. And Punisher hired a seventeen year old girl to commentate while he played. And then everything went even crazier because yeah. of that. Because now it turned into like, 
it's just turned into a big like women in gaming kind of thing. Yeah, where it's like a Gamergate 2.0 kind of thing. Pretty much. But it turns out that they were all absolutely right. Yeah, that's a th- and that's the worst part about it is that when people who may or may not have had a vindictive nature at the beginning. Yeah, like, there were people who were just like ill girl chase her off kind yeah. of thing. So like those people now the all people the who same... were Yeah, the people who were legitimately like something is fishy here are now being lumped in with the people who are just like girl get her. Yeah. But now those people are vindicated because they were right, girl get her. She's not really playing. She's alive. Well, also the people that were like being this goes along with that because there's plenty of people out there that were had legitimate criticisms yeah. who are now being labeled as a misogynist, but they're like, "No, we're correct here." Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> so like why now, are we being labeled misogynists as well? But the misogynists also are like, "We're correct, so how are we misogynists?" Right. Like, but you were going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's feeling yeah. both so sides. It's now, just a whole big Now mess. it's just a whole big yeah. mess. That uh, pretty much just exasperated everything. Yeah. It's a thing that competitive video games doesn't need. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need this kind of controversy. And I know they said it, it was like a social experiment gone awry. Which is well, bullshit the, anyway. The guy Punisher came out and said it was a social experiment. And then they said, okay, well, what was the experiment? And yeah. he's never commented on it. Yeah. What were you trying to prove yet. that people would think that a girl couldn't be on the over? Like, I could see if, if the whole controversy was they were just like, ew, girl, get out. And he wanted to prove how toxic... But it doesn't work when it's still fake. Yeah. Well, it does in the sense if they're just like, you're not that good, get out of here, or you don't belong here. Or they were like, you know, talking in a way where it was just like, ew, girl, go away. But But they were always saying, ew, you don't seem like you know what you're doing, go away. Right. Not because of you're a girl, but because... You just don't know what you're talking about. Right. This this has nothing to do with your gender. It just has to do with the fact that that, this is shifty shit at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And also remember that this... She came out of... no. She was known for five days before being hired by a professional team. So the whole thing... All this is weird. Well, you would also... Like, I'm sure that even if it was a guy, if somebody appeared out of nowhere and all of a sudden was a pro-tier player... You'd like to hope so. You would... And they wouldn't provide any information and stuff like that? You wouldn't give you their name yeah i still think people would be like something is weird here especially if they clearly didn't know what they were doing maybe that's the second part of the social experiment is that they come out and there's a there's another guy out there Well, another team goes to do this and they just sign a guy after five days and not much information is known about him and it's just his first name and he's good but he sounds weird and like well uh, talking on the stream will people throw up the same kind of fit that they did when the girl did it there's also an extent of when she got hired everyone made a big deal about it well yeah it's a it's history breaking it'd be like all of a sudden they signed jackie robinson to baseball but you didn't see him yet he's just like oh yeah we've heard this guy's really good at baseball and then everyone's like yeah but i haven't seen him and when he talks about baseball it doesn't sound like he knows what he's talking about like it'd be a big deal because it's jackie robinson she's the first female north american overwatch player it's of course a big deal people are going to talk about it well uh, this was something that one of the uh, the teammates on second life or second win said was he he came out and he said i don't think it would have been as bad if people didn't treat it like she was the second coming of christ when she appeared yeah but when you break down barriers in a sport it people are going to talk about it like well that's it, the thing it's insane it's, to everyone, not think that everyone was made such a big deal about it and that's what brought scrutiny yeah if right. they just because hired of course her and, they would if they just hired her and no one said anything there probably wouldn't have been as nearly as much of a level of scrutiny about it yeah it's just it's it's stupid to to not think that through. Like if you're going to do the social yeah. experiment, you have to think it through. It's not yeah, a you have to be prepared this is just for something. This way I know, of, like, I know it's not. Wasn't. Really. But if I'm just saying, if it was, yeah. do the work. Well, in Joe's well, idea, it, was... it could, yeah, it could have been a social experiment where, like I said, this Punisher guy clearly he's good because he got up to the fourth ranking 
person in North America, but yeah. couldn't get signed to a team. Once he pretended to be a girl, he instantly got signed to a team. Yeah. So is it that could be the experiment to Maybe. see like if people are quick to hire somebody just because of their gender as opposed to their actual Based on their like, skill set and yeah yeah maybe because clearly this guy was good but couldn't get signed to a team yeah he's never gonna get signed to a team now i'm sure no, no one's gonna want to touch him with a 10-foot pole after this i don't know you could put him on the team and just be like it, that not, would be not the, provide his name change his name not well, say who he was no but that's the buzz around your team like that's how you get people talking we about your overwatch team good. is like yeah we got ellie like you know maybe just have him change his name to ellie yeah, sure why not oh that would be a shit show. I know, happened. but it, but it, it you know, it all publicity of, is good publicity. Yeah, it would get say. a lot of publicity. That's for so, damn sure. Yeah, there you go. I don't know, but the whole thing was just fucking bizarre. Yeah, it is a weird. It's a weird story, and I'm sure it will continue to get weirder as more people say or don't say things. Yeah, in the coming weeks, the so. guy needs to just come out and explain himself yeah. right now because just put up a YouTube video where you talk about what you were thinking and how it didn't go at all, how you planned, and or just it. don't and let it fizzle out. I guess. Well, I mean, like I said, but I if tell- he wants to keep, if he wants to if keep he wants playing to keep Overwatch, playing. he has to do something sure. to like a Mia Culpa. Keep, keep playing anything. Yeah. Well, you can play other things, and people wouldn't notice because like True. Punisher is a generic enough name. Yeah. They like, go, oh, "Hey, are you that guy?" No. You're the, you're the Punisher who plays Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Um, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. But like I said, we're flipping the script. We're putting the whole show on its head. Everything's turned upside down. But what's backwards Topsy is forward. Up is down. Flippity Left floppity. is right. The show's not over as it used to be. It's not. We've got a new topic. Because it's a new year. New year, new game show. Uh, We're here to talk about what we're looking forward to for the Q1 of 2019. So that is for those of you who do do not understand financial terminology. uh, Q1 is January, February, and March. First three months of the the year. The first quarter of the year. First quarter of the year. Q1. 12 months of the year. Three months and a quarter. Yep. Done. Days, there you months, go. Uh, weeks. And it's a stacked Q1, too. Like, it really there's was. There's a ton of stuff. Like Normally, you see some stuff trickle out in January. Nothing high profile. You know, February then gets one or two big releases. And March maybe has one other one that got pushed because of the two big ones before. But not this year. This year, it's a ton of games. Comes out swinging. All of them are high profile, it seems. Yeah. Uh, and it's starting in January, so... I, um, I I was looking at this list of stuff that I have because I have a list on my phone of things that like I have pre-ordered in various different things just because I don't want to accidentally forget like a game that yeah. I was going to pick up. Uh, so I think what's going to work best here is if we just list all of the games coming out in a given month, talk about which ones that we're looking forward to, and then do the following months. Uh, so I'll read these off here, starting with January the 11th, so next week. Friday. Uh, yeah, next Friday. We've got uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey uh, for the 3DS. That's a remake. Right? Uh, yep. Uh, the, no, that's not the first one. It's yeah. like the third one? Yeah, yeah it's the third like one. Because I think it was just uh, like Mario and Luigi. Uh, time tr- uh, Troubles in Time. No, no. Uh, like Superstar Saga was the first one. Okay. And then it was the Time one. Yeah. I don't remember what it was called. And then this was the third one. Yeah, yeah. Bowser Jr.'s Journey is like a new piece mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, the Where last you one actually play inside of Bowser's body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird, another weird sexual fetish. There get, you go. Getting that, swallowed. That was a, and getting vor, getting yeah. eaten. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's something I actually I'm going to be picking up. Nice. I, um, I've bought all of these games as they come out, and I don't think I've played a single one of them. That's all right. So uh, your but I just, I just get them, I just get them to like add to my collection of Mario stuff that I have. Uh, speaking of Mario, also on January the 11th, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. And that's so we, definitely something I'm getting that absolutely. I, I want. Yeah. I played it. I played all of it. 
Although I don't think I played the Luigi U levels, um, but I played I all of that. I didn't beat them, but I got them. I played them. Yeah, I didn't play them, but I had them. What um, I'm disappointed about this is that it's just the Wii U ones. Like, if they're going to be doing a, a new Super Mario Brothers collection, put the Wii one on there. Put the game or the, the 3DS. 3DS one on there. Yeah. Because there was New Super Mario Brothers, and then New Super Mario 2 was on the 3DS, and then these ones came out on the Wii U. Just put all four of them on there. Why are they just sticking to just those two? Maybe because yeah, they're the levels. two that are like in HD already, yeah. so they don't have to like format them. But honestly, with it's a just collection, levels. like it's not like it's that hard. They don't yeah. have new mechanics or anything. Yeah, yeah, just like cut and paste them pretty much into a new system. Yeah, just use Mario Maker. Yeah, and plus with with collections like that, if two of them are, you know, if one of them's a GBA or a, you know, a 3DS game. I don't care. Like, I don't care if the graphics downgrade a little bit when it's I'm playing it. It's a platformer. Yeah, like, it's a Mario, it's Mario game. I want to play more Mario levels. Yeah. Like, I don't care what they necessarily look like. Right. Uh, if they were 8-bit, they'd be exactly the same versus whatever they are in 3DS versus the Switch. So. Yeah. Like, ultimately, I'm going to get this game. It is a little disappointing that I think it's $60. It is, yeah. But... You're going to buy it anyway, though. It That's why it's $60. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a Mario Nintendo. And Nintendo's always goes yeah. for the... Max price. They got me. Yep. That's all. Yeah. Uh, also on January the 11th, uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Never played the original one. Uh, I have. It's like one of my favorite RPGs. But, oh. Are you um, going to get the Definitive Edition then? No, because I still have the 360 version. Oh. And Is I it backwards compatible? I think it may be. Okay. Then you're fine. Um, yeah, but you don't know what's definitive about it. Probably DLC. Uh, no, I also downloaded it. It was like... 10 bucks at one point so i have a digital copy of it so that oh. definitely is backwards compatible oh, so regardless uh no I'm, I'm not gonna buy it but i'm glad it's coming out again it is uh 10 years old now yeah. so and it's on everything it's ps4 xbox one pc and switch yeah so nice and portable uh all right so january the 15th which will be the following tuesday we've got anamusha warlords coming out on ps4 xbox one pc and switch uh, that's so, just a digital like i don't think there's a physical copy of it coming out and that's just a remake of the first Animusha game? game? Yeah, it's a $20 remake. Um, I'll probably get it. I don't think I'll get it right away because I got way too much other stuff to worry about to, for that one. But, I mean, Onimusha 1 was a fantastic game back in the day. And the I fact that it's loves the digital games. and cheaper means that at some point in within 2019, you're going to be able to buy that game for $10. Yeah, oh, yeah for oh, sure. Most definitely. So you don't need to necessarily jump on it right away, but... I hope they would put out the other ones, too. Only I think if this one said, sells well. Yeah, Daydream only was 3 was the best one. Yeah. The one with John Reno. I'm sure if this one sells well enough. That's what I was thinking of. Remember we were talking about uh, Devil May Cry 3 and I was like, one of them had like a like a German dude in it. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that it was, was Onimusha. Uh, it, was it wasn't Devil May Cry. Because I remember like the, the... But I just remember like the, the comedy Yeah, John the Reno gets sent back to Japan. Yeah. And then the the samurai Onimusha guy gets sent to the future yep. of France. Oh. So it's a samurai running around... Modern day France and Jean Reno running around feudal Japan. There you go. That game was great. Fish out of water. So what you're saying is they really flipped the script. They totally put the whole Anamusha series on its head. It's totally a tale did. of two cities. Yeah. Up is down, left is right. Yeah. Best of times, worst of times, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, it's a tale of two cities reference. I'm piggybacking off what John said. I yes yeah. and did. Thank you. You're welcome. It's called What's banter. next? Uh, next banter. is The Walking Dead, the final season, episode three, the next one. Uh, coming out on January the 15th, which I didn't know there was a release date already for that. Unless this is the original I release date. I think this is the last one that Telltale worked on. And then it's after this is going to be the ones that are released by Skybound. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Again, this could also be... So apologies if you're a huge Walking Dead fan and you're screaming, that's wrong. This, this got pushed. The date's wrong. Scream harder. Yeah, that's just what we have in front of me. So it's entirely possible that this is one that will not come out on January the 15th because... 
Telltale only worked on the first two or what have you. So I, I don't know, but that's what we have on the list. I didn't play any of the other Walking Dead ones, so yeah, pass. Uh, then we have Yeek, Yeek, a postmodern RPG, January the 18th, Y-I-I-K. This looks interesting. I, I doubt I'm going to actually pick it up. What is um, it? It's, Besides a, a postmodern it's a postmodern RPG. RPG. It's an Deep. RPG. It's, yeah, nice, nice try, John. Deep. It's hipster earthbound. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it takes place in like Brooklyn. You play a bunch of hipsters that are like uh, in an RPG setting, though. So like you're yeah. going around Brooklyn it's but, like, fighting, RPG, fighting monsters, and I think it's an alien invasion. Mm. Um, I don't know entirely too much about it. I'm sure you're throwing records at like aliens and shit like that as an attack. Well, the fact thing. that we don't know much tossing, about tossing your fucking uh, Starbucks coffee as a bomb. Yeah, the fact that we don't know much about it means that if you do know about it, then you're a true hipster. You're like, oh, I, I knew about Yik before. It was cool. Yeah, the thing was like, I was like, okay, that sounds interesting, but also it's hipsters. Yeah. So. Do you hate? I, like, I'm not in touch with hipster culture. I'd just be sitting there going, like, I don't get what these what the hell is lo-fi and hi-fi that these people are talking about. <laughs> what is this grooming your mustache mini game? I don't yeah. like it. I don't want to do that part What's of it. What's this grooming mini game? <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> Well, there what is, is properly shaving, showering, and keep you know. Just one of the weapons is a turntable. Ah, there we go. There I was go. right. Press black on the colored sections. Yellow, one hit. Red, spin again. So, like to get your combo, you spin a record, and then it's like timed to the color like part on the record as it Sick. spins around. That does. It actually cool. kind of looks like no. A it looks good. Game. Yeah, it looks good. It looks surprisingly We're good. It, it may be tongue in cheek. So if yeah, it that's is, the thing. Like I'm knocking it because it's a. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just a funny premise that I mean, is rife for joking. Yeah, they all look like hipsters. So oh, like okay. It, I, mean, I don't know. I might check it out. It's on uh, PS4, uh, PC, and Switch. And Vita and Wii U. Oh, wow. I didn't see that on here. But uh, It says PS4, PS Vita, Wii U, Nintendo eShop. Yeah, PS4, Vita, Wii U, uh, PC. It can't possibly be a Wii U thing. That's Isn't the be. Wii U shop closing down? And like, or I is that just, just the virtual console? I think just the Wii virtual console is. I okay. think the Wii U one is sticking around. But either way, weird. Uh, all right, then on January the 18th, we have Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. You guys Ace Combat fans? I, no. I really enjoyed the earlier Ace Combat games, mm-hmm. and it was a franchise that I just kind of fell out of. Like, I remember playing, I think, the first four and really liking them. Yeah. But it became the kind of thing where I was like, okay, it's another Ace Combat game. And I think like, this one has VR. Yeah, I believe it does too, uh, which could be really, really cool or yeah. really, really disorienting. Yeah. I don't need to necessarily puke. Yeah. But, um, you know, like I said, I burnt out on it because it was just it was like, okay, a more plain, more plain, more plain game. Yeah. I, it's been a while since I played one. So, so like, this is a good chance to jump back into it and it won't feel stale yeah. and like repetitive as it was before. And VR could be make it really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait and see. I'm Same. not going to like run out of it and get this right away, but it has potential. Yeah. Ace Combat games also are ones that I see on sale regularly like i saw six on sale all the time yeah back when it was like a, a newer thing it's very niche like, yeah oh, absolutely. you have to be in the proper mindset to yeah. play a ace combat game yeah any any kind of plane flying game it was really a bit more niche like cars anyone could kind of get behind and racing is fine but something about planes just doesn't have the same resonance well with has people. the z-axis on it so it makes yeah it instantly harder also like people like me i can get motion sick if i can't like well, especially in VR. Forget about oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, I'd be barfing up everywhere. I would, I'd would. i be willing to try it if it was in VR. Yeah, same here. That's kind of where I am on it. Uh, also on the 18th is uh, Travis Strikes Again, the newest No More Heroes game. 
Uh, I played this game last year at uh, PAX East. That's right. It was uh, it was fun, but it's not it's not in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I didn't I've never play played the any one. other ones. I also heard it's like very not No More Heroes. That it's like a compilation of other games as well. Yeah, that's what's cool about it is that now that I remember, it is you jumping into other video games. other video games and playing like other video games. Yeah, so there's like a side scrolling level, yeah. and then there's a uh, it's like a Hotline Miami level that yeah. was made by the Hotline Miami guys, if I recall. Uh, it's it's been a while. Like I thought this game came out already because I I knew I wasn't gonna get it, so I just thought it passed by my radar. But no, it's coming out January the eighteenth. Did, did you see that Suda fifty one turned fifty one? He really? just had he just had his fifty first birthday, so he's like, now I match my name. Now he's actually Suda <laughs> sure. This is the one year it applies. Suda Goichi. Yeah. Well, uh, it's pronounced differently, but yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, January the 25th. Here's a big one for Joe. Resident Evil 2, the remake. Joe, tell us why you're excited for Resident Evil 2, the remake. Because it's Resident Evil 2, the remake. And Done. moving on. I've been, I've been, right, January 25th, also Tropical I've been waiting for this game for a long time. <laughs> Pretty much after beating Resident Evil, eh, I guess Resident Evil 4. I was like, okay, this is great. Now make Resident Evil 2 like this. Are you going to try and play Resident Evil 1 before Resident Evil 2 comes out? Now that you saw that it has the like reimagined controls? Uh, I mean, I might give it a try. It still uses the same setup, though. So, like, it's still the, you know... Top-down-ish. S- well, like, the, the static, like, cinematic camera yeah, things, yeah, yeah. where the camera is set. It's not, like, behind the character. See, I don't mind the cameras. It was the controls that killed it for me. Yeah, tank controls are rough. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm used to them because I played you play all of them so much. so much. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go back just because... I you played really enough. Need to. I, yeah, I beat that game like a hundred times. I mean, I beat Resident Evil Two a hundred times, also. But yeah, at least but... now I'm playing Resident Evil Two like in a completely new light. Yeah. Uh, I still have a hard time getting over like the way that the characters look in the game because they look like nothing like they look like in the other games. Not made of cubes, you mean? Well, I mean, yeah, it looks mean, so smooth and human-like. I, I mean, don't like it. Leon, I like my Leon polygonal. Well, like Leon looked very different in Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil like Six, uh, the Resident Evil CGI movies that they made, uh, and now he looks like a completely different character. Mm. And I'm like, and like, uh, Claire, this is growing up. And Claire looks like she's like 14 years old, and I'm like, why does she look so young? Why does Leon have such a like? He has giant poofy like fat cheeks and stuff it looks like he hasn't burned off his baby fat yet yeah because it takes place it's a prequel so it takes place before yeah, he's not he hard burned and off the baby yet. fat yeah he's just I, gotta I, age I guess, that's all he's gotta grow yeah. up let him go there's through not, their... like there's not a ton of time in between i mean if, uh, i can't really really complain about this because chris redfield is a character that like watermelon arms? changed <laughs> between every single game he appeared and he looked like a completely different person yeah, he's the christian bale of resident evil pretty much <laughs> yeah. Going through drastic, yeah drastic body changes yeah it looked like a normal guy then looked like a walking tree trunk and then went back to looking like a normal guy again there you go so eh, i guess they've never been consistent but every time i see like footage of it i just look like i'm like why do they look like they're 12 it's so bizarre uh, drake's a consultant on this game oh uh, okay yeah. Um, all right, so as I mentioned earlier, January the 25th is also Tropico 6. You a Tropico fan? You going to play this game? Never played Tropico. Me neither. No, I played one of the... Nick was really into Tropico at one point, and I played with him. I have one. One Not of Tropico. Was, uh... He was into... No, it was Tropico. Is that the one where you play a dictator? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then he was definitely... I feel like the last one was a free PlayStation Plus game. I might have it. I never played it, though. Yeah, I think so, also. But good for I, people I, that I, like yeah. Tropico. I mean, they're popular. Everyone yeah. likes those, like, strategy-type games. Yeah. Yeah, they're not really my bag, but... I'm totally happy for people that love this franchise because they're getting another game. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, and then these, I think maybe the one, one a, depending on who you are of January releases is PS4 Xbox one on January the 29th. It is the 
long awaited, finally here. Hopefully, you played all seventy-five games in, in the, the series. Making. Twelve games in the ma- twelve years in the making. Kingdom Hearts three coming out at the end of January. You looking forward to this, Joe? Uh, well, I bought the two hundred and forty dollar version of the game. Jesus, only for the figures though. <laughs> what does that come with? Uh, it comes with a piece uh, of a soul. Fi- it comes with uh the actual three night hotel stay in Japan. It comes with the actual toy figure versions of the toy versions of uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Like, from so the when toy you go into the universe? Toy Story world, they turn into toys. Yeah, and it comes with the toys of them. Oh, cool! Like fully articulated, posable like action figures. Sixteen, yeah, sixteen nice. points of articulation, like highly detailed versions of their toy figures. So what? That's four figures. 50 uh, bucks about a like piece? Six, 60 bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah I think. And so then you the figure, game. yeah, so you figure at fifty bucks a piece, it's two hundred dollars for four figures plus a sixty dollars game. Sure. So it's a good value. Yeah, yeah. it's That's not, not bad. bad. It's just you're dumping yeah. it all out yeah. at once yeah. instead of buying them incrementally. Yeah, and I've been buying like these. These aren't the first figures in this line. Like these, these the are Disney just the ones, exclusive. but there's also like uh, there's versions of them in the like. Halloween Town yeah. and Christmas Town versions. So he's got like his Halloween and Christmas form. Yeah, they I have just the regular figures. versions of them. Yeah, they made pop figures of them in Tron. Yeah, I remember a few years ago. So yeah, so I've already like I'm already invested in buying this line of toys. So I was like, all right, well if they're gonna do that, I'm just gonna buy that fucking one. Yeah, does it so come with like a steel book and like a fun? Yeah, edition? it's it's the it's the collector's edition like version steel book version of the game. Nice. So you get all the DLC stuff or what like all the extra stuff. Uh, as well as like an art book and shit like that. So nice, uh, but uh, yeah. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> so I assume uh, Resident Evil is your one, and Kingdom Hearts is your two. Of, I would still of... say yeah, Resident Evil is the one I'm most looking forward to next month. Well, that's just your that's your bread and butter. Like that's yeah. your series. You love Resident Evil. Yeah, and like admittedly, I've talked about how like I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts, but I'm still like not 100 sold on it, just because like I'm not as big of a Pixar fan. To be like excited about how it's all Pixar. In this it's one. not all Pixar though. It's just the stuff that they've been showing off because it's new. I think it's no, mostly it's, it's mostly it's all Pixar. Pixar. I think the only like non Pixar related world is uh, Winnie the Pooh and Hercules that they said because they put out a list of all the worlds in the game, and they said that they're not holding any of them back. Like there's this is the list of all the worlds, and yeah, I think it's all Pixar or or Disney animation. or Disney animation. Yeah. Because so like, uh, Tangled, Tangled isn't Pixar. Yeah, and Frozen Princess and the Pixar. Frog. Yeah, Frozen. Is there Wreck-It Ralph in there? Wreck-It Ralph is a summon in oh, the okay. game. But, but you don't go world. to Wreck-It Ralph World. Gotcha. You're which probably. seems like a really fucking missed opportunity yeah, to why not are you go not to the going video to the game world. Or especially, like, or even, like, something from the, like, a new movie just came out. And granted, they've been making this for 12 years, so how could they have planned that? But, <laughs> you know, add something in. Maybe DLC, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean is one of the worlds also. So yeah, they yeah. have that one like live-action movie world. All right, John, do you have a takeaway from January? Any of those games that you're looking forward to? Definitely I'm interested try? in both of them, but like I'm hard-pressed to buy full-price games lately. Yeah. Just I'm hard up on cash anyway. Yeah. And Joe will buy them, so I'll just borrow Joe's copy eventually. <laughs> oh, Joe will buy them for me, so it's fine. Not not buy them for me, but also like I I, I just have to be into something. And yeah. At the moment, I'm not really into either of those, um, but I, I will be playing them eventually. Yeah, I think the only one out of this list that I'm going to get is uh, Mario Brothers U Deluxe. That's a good pick. I mean, that's my three. Yeah. Um, So that one's mine. All right. So February, uh, we'll skip over that first one because we already talked about it. Uh, We've got Trials Rising coming out on February the 12th. Uh, so early Valentine's uh, present, potentially. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. You a fan of the Trials games? Yes. Yes. 
Um, although I don't think I've played like the last two that have come out. This is Which ones? Uh, bike tricks, right? Like motocross bike tricks. Trials of the Blood Dragon. Oh, they're I, like trials yeah. of Blood Dragon mix over. Oh yeah, yeah but this is yeah, this is like the physics based yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Not like, tricks, but climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting yeah, physics getting from point, from point A to point, a to point B. B kind yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah, they're fun. Uh, it is one of those ones, same kind of with Ace Combat, where like they started really cranking them out really fast after a while, and I was like, okay, I'm just playing the same games kind of over and over again. So I just didn't bother picking up like the last two. Uh, I'm sure I'll get this at some point, but I'm not like excited for it. Well, in Trials of the Blood Dragon is like half a platformer, half a Trials game. Yeah. So well, even uh, whatever the last one before that was, because it was like Trials, Trials, Evolution, Evolution, and then there was another one. I, I didn't even know there was a one in between there. I thought there was. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not like I, I enjoy those games, but I'm not going to run out and like get yeah. it right away. It'll also eventually be a Games with Gold, as all the other yeah, ones. Yeah, PlayStation Plus Games with Gold, a super deep discount. I do love those games, but I'm not going to buy them day one. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So the what is definitely the biggest release of February, I think. Everyone's super amped for it. Everyone's crazy excited. It's the thing everybody wants the most. It's Crackdown 3. I put that on my list. February the 15th. All right. Tell us why you're excited for Crackdown 3. I still like Crackdown. It's just like it got delayed over and over again. So people are just like, oh, this is yeah, going to suck. It, That's became, the pro- a, it yes. became a sit show that easy to dunk on but yeah. i still like crackdown one and two like i oh, will yeah. probably buy crackdown three no i'm, I'm, not, gonna, say, I'm I, not gonna lie and say i'm not buying this game <laughs> yeah i should say like i i joked that it was super anticipated and i know that it is for a lot of people but yeah it is the easy dunk on moment I, i've never had the xbox so i never played the other right. ones i know people enjoy them i know that this is something that people will probably enjoy but they've made so many wrong steps that i can't help but laugh at it i'm yeah. not gonna buy it day one because i'm sure it's gonna be buggy up the butt but uh, like i'm what i'm gonna do is uh games pass games pass yeah games pass for the 10, 10 you haven't bucks done for it games yet. pass for a month Oh, so you get it like for free if you try to do a trial on it? Because I haven't even started it. Yeah, yeah. yeah every, every game day one is available on Games Pass, so you could essentially every Microsoft do the, game. every Microsoft first party game. Oh, so yeah, so I'll you do, do the a two, ten what bucks. Is it, two week free trial, one week. It's not a month. Uh, yeah, two week free trial. Yeah, so you do it for two weeks. You play it. They if always you like do it, like they always do like one dollar a month trials. Yeah. Oh, then I'll gladly do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Because that's what I did with um Sea Thieves. Yeah. I was just like I'll I'll pay ten bucks, play it for a month. Ooh. That's probably more than I'll <laughs> more than play enough time it. to like play to beat and beat it, it, get a real sense. Yeah, of it. And, and granted, if you love it, then you'll probably be willing to go spend the forty eight dollars or whatever for it sure. costs to buy it. The multiplayer has potential to be really cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I I've said it before. I did like the first two a lot, and they're collectathons, and I'm sucker for those games as well. So yeah, same here. My whole thing is just put it out. Like I'm tired of the will it come out? Is it going to be worth it? You already missed the launch of the Xbox One X, which is this was supposed to showcase how powerful it was. The launch game for the One X, yeah, because it was going to show how powerful the system was that it could render all these different explosions and buildings collapsing and all the different things that Crackdown is supposed to have, and it was supposed to showcase that with all its power. And here we are, six months later, just just put it out. So it's finally coming, February the twelfth, or February the fifteenth, rather. Uh, also February the 15th, we have Dead or Alive 6. Anybody? Dead or Alive 6? No. No. Uh, good for people who love Dead or Alive games. We're not fighting game people, and certainly not Dead I like fighting games. I just don't like Dead or Alive. Game. Yeah. Uh, also, on the so the 15th is the first like real week of big, like crazy February. February is absolutely uh, stacked, so we'll probably run through these a little bit quicker. Uh, Far Cry New Dawn is February the 15th, so that is the sequel uh, to Far Cry 5, which mm-hmm. is set on the same map, but post-apocalyptic. You yep. talked about, we talked about it a little bit last 
week because you were talking about Far Cry 5 in our Games of the Year discussion. Yeah, it was on my list of Game of the Year. Yeah, so, uh, so I'm excited for this one. Yep, you're going to pick it up full, day one. It's not a full price game. No, so. it's 40 Yeah, it's $40. Yeah, because so. it's a big expansion as opposed to a new game. Essentially. This yeah. also seems to be like their uh, thing that they've been doing where like they, they put out a big game and then they put out another game that's the same map but just a different story. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what um, Primal was. Primal was. It and was just. It was just the Far Cry Four map. Yeah. Well, and like prehistoric. Blood Dragon was like half of what four? When four? Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I don't really care about the post-apocalyptic stuff, like I said, but no. I still kind yeah, of. Yeah, because we kind of It this. is. Con- it is continuing that story, so I want to see where they like how it ties together yeah and we talked about it more in depth last week just yeah. in the possibilities of it and how that related to your game of the year discussion so if you want to hear more from joe's thoughts on the expansion that's uh, last week's episode too uh all right also on the 15th jump force this is the uh manga verse fighting game yeah shonen jumps like yep. uh big crossover uh fighting game where they get teleported to new york city yeah well, they get teleported to like all the different worlds, but our world is part of the worlds that they travel to. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, Are you excited for this at all? You played Fighters? No. I will. Whenever I see a used copy at GameStop, I will buy it and return it in the, the yeah, you'll the rent week. It, yeah, yeah. Your GS. Um, I, I'm curious enough to play it. I'm not gonna buy a sixty dollars fighting game ever exactly. in my life. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I like. All of the stuff in this. Yeah, roster's cool. The roster's cool. I'm like, I've played a lot of these types of games that they put out because, um, Jump Stars. Well, like, well, yeah, the, the, the Jump Stars, the last jump game was not good. Yeah. That I picked up. It was, it was not good. I did buy that one when it came out because I was like, oh boy. I think I was with you. Yeah. You were, yeah, you were like, oh, might as well get yeah. it. I like Goku. Yeah. Uh, so I like picked that. it up and I went like, holy shit, this game is garbage. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Every one of these games has gotten their own, like, standalone, or, like, every franchise has gotten their own standalone fighting games, and they're very mixed between, like, quality-wise, so when you just kind of jam them all together, it's like, okay, but, like, which one of these is getting? Yeah. Like, because I, like, I liked Xenoverse, like, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. And Fighters. That game was great. Uh, Fighters was great. Uh, the Naruto Shippuden games are great. Uh, but Where also, like, fall? the One Piece Burning Blood is not good. Yeah. The Bleach game is not good. <laughs> so it's like, which one of these ones am I getting out of this? Yeah. I'm I'm more interested in the Injustice-like story that they're going to be doing. That's what I'm, yeah. Like, I want to know how, like, Ryuk and Light are going to factor into this. Like, they're And also, they're how are you not just writing fight. everyone's name and then just watching them die? <laughs> right, well, you know... Goku's a god, so it doesn't really. <laughs> hey man, he's that, not a god. He's just a normal dude. Yeah, he's an alien, is what he is. Write it in a book. Them's the rules. Yeah, that's right. That's how it works. You just yeah, write it in the, the book. Name. Yeah, but I mean, then play tennis with the investigator. You couldn't write Death God's <laughs> names in the book, so like there are rules as well. Mm, well, okay, no, there's fair. lots of rules. Yeah, it doesn't we don't stop adding. It <laughs> Uh, all right. Also on the fifteenth, Metro Exodus. Have you guys played any of the Metro games previous? I nope. tried to. Um, I hear they're fantastic. I do like the concept, but I uh, using bullets as currency is like a very hard thing for me to get around because I thought that was really interesting. It is interesting. I just like I felt like I have to do the best run of everything. So like if I like waste a clip on a dude, I'm like uh, I'm I might as well just restart the chapter. You're literally like, shooting dollar bills at the bad guys, going like fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've I liked the concept. Like I've I have copies of the books and I've never read them. But like I hear they're great. Yeah, I mean I've heard nothing but good stuff. But 
Sure. I heard that this is going to be the like watered down one. This is going to be like their easily accessible one. So maybe that this one will be the one that draws me in. Yeah. yeah. So like this is going to be kind of like their Monster Hunter World okay. version of Metro. That's fine. Okay. That was that made your list or game of the year last yeah. year. So yeah. So, Again, if we'll it's see. good and more accessible, fine. If it's bad and more accessible, who cares? And also, right. when you run the risk of like the hardcore Metro fans going like, "Oh, this sucks. It's so easy." True, but. I mean, that's what difficulties are for, I would assume. Like, it, yeah, it's not ideal, but it's one of those things where, hey, guess what? This is more accessible, so it's sold three times as much. Now you get a Metro 4, or right? This would be, this is the third one? Yes. It's Last Light in 2033, are the other ones? Yes. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order. In inverse order. There were like PC yeah. ones too, weren't there? No. Oh. There might be things set in the I'm Metro thinking, universe. I'm thinking, or, I'm thinking oh, okay. of the other like post-apocalyptic Russia game. Gotcha. No. Yeah, just those two. Yeah, so maybe John will get it. We'll see. Uh, February the twenty second. Now this is a big release. This is probably the biggest of the of the quarter. I would think just because of the the possibilities and what it, it what it potentially means for the developer. And that's Anthem uh, comes out February the twenty second. Uh, this is Bioware's Destiny like game that's got jetpacks and guns and space and other worlds and all kinds of fun stuff that could be fun and maybe bad. But who knows? Uh, the beta is going to start up soon, isn't it? I, I think so. I think it's it's like an exclusive beta, though. And then next month, I think, is when like the public open like yeah. public beta comes out. Maybe. Uh, so I mean, we'll see. This is another one that's kind of almost been easy to dunk on. Like yeah. everybody just kind of is like, well, because Bioware's had some swing and misses recently. They, yeah, they came out to it's tease. A, it's the track record is the yeah. Thing that's one got people nervous, and they're coming out to tease Dragon Age before this is out, and people are wondering like, is that a hey, don't hate us forever? We have other right. things you like. Please too. don't forget. Yeah. That we make good things. Yeah. But I mean, EA's had a rough go of it. And with recent things and the Battlefront scandal and Bioware had its Mass Effect Andromeda ridiculousness Star, last yeah, year. Star Wars Battlefront. So it's it's a kind of a, I don't think it's a make or break game, but it's a... I mean, it's been described as a make or break game. Yeah. I think we even talked about it like, you know, however you see it, this is a big, this is the, this is the big home run hit that you need to have. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to go under. Bioware's not going to get closed down. EA's not going to go file for bankruptcy. But consumer confidence is an all-time low with these brands. And this is a real big opportunity yeah. to either gain a lot of people back, steal audience shares from Bungie and Destiny, and kind of get things started on the right track again. And I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. I haven't seen enough from this game that wows me to say, yeah, yeah, all of the weird things that I don't think are going to be good about this game, I'm wrong. And this is going to be great. I'm not seeing it yet. But they're also kind of tight-lipped on it. So beta perception will go a long way in determining whether or not I'm excited for this. You know, other people getting it on PlayStation to play with me is another thing where I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to get this game if I'm going to play by myself. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing is that it seems like it's really heavily, like, squad-based yeah. Focused. All the all the videos we've seen, there's been four people playing yeah, four it. four people yeah. playing thing. And, like, I, I'm just looking at it going, like, I don't think I can convince three other friends to play this game with yeah. me, so I don't want to play it then. Yeah. If it's not fun playing by yourself, and it's and you have to play with randos or people you know, it's a, it's a hard jumping in point for That's me. That's the reason why I don't like Destiny. Yeah. I played the single player to the point where you can not play the single player anymore, and then I was just like, alright, I'm fucking done. Yep. So, yeah, I, like... I want to say I'm excited because I want to see what the possibility of it is, but 
There's so many things against it. For me as a game, I'm not saying don't be excited. I'm not saying if you like this game or you're you're hyped yeah, on it's it. Just that, don't. Down our alley. Yeah, it, like for us, it's a it's a tougher it's a tougher pill to swallow. We're also not Destiny fans, so no, that's the thing. Like if you're a big Destiny fan and you want something else or maybe something better, this could satisfy that. But there's also a game coming out two weeks after in March that we'll mention in a second that's very similar to this too, and so. You know, not everyone's going to sell a million copies the first week and who's going to be left behind. And I'm wondering if it's not going to be this. Mm. So I'm I'm very interested in this game from the standpoint of I want to know how it's going to perform. Right. As a standby. Yeah. 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 Like as someone on the outside looking in, I yeah. really want to see how this turns out because there's a lot of ways that you can read it doing well or it doing badly and extrapolate that for the future of both companies. For sure. So it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very intriguing. Um, so I'll be keeping a close eye on that, even if it's not playing the game. Um, and then to round out the month, I don't think we're going to talk about any of these, but Dirt Rally 2.0 and Left Alive. Don't know what Left Alive is. No clue. No. Yeah. So. Oh, Left Alive, I think, is... Uh, it's a Square Enix Yeah, game? I think it's a new front mission. Uh, it's a Survivor. Let's see. Left Alive... Uh, da, 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 see if I can find a thing that says what it is. I think it might be a new front mission. Yeah, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have it. Left Alive is an upcoming shooter video game developed by published by Square Enix, replace it for Microsoft Windows. Uh, uh, it is set in the front mission universe. I was right. It's a okay. new front mission game. I don't know. So giant robots. Oh, cool. That could be fun. Yeah, Front Mission was like a tactical giant robot game. Oh, okay. Or that weird side-scrolling Japanese one that I bought that we um, played. They're not robots. They're mechas because they're not robotic. They, yeah, have, they got robot parts in them. They have pilots. Yep. Uh, uh, but I mean, I've heard it's like a under-the-radar but good game from what I've heard. Uh, but that might just be because a lot of people are huge Front Mission fans. Yeah. And they've been excited for a new front mission for a while. The screenshots for this look really good. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, all right, so we're moving on to March. Sure. All right, uh, March the 1st. We've got Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. I don't think I knew, or if I did, I totally forgot they were making a Toe Jam and Earl game. It was a like crowdfunded game oh, from like two, three years back kind of thing. It's yeah. one of those ones that was crowdfunded forever ago, and then everyone kind of Lost just forgot time. about it. Hey, I mean, people liked those games back in the day. Yeah. I didn't play any of them, but... I played a hell of a lot of Toe Jam and Earl the first one uh, back on the Sega Genesis. And the second one, well, it was one of those ones where like the first one was like a weird, almost kind of strategy, top-down, isometric game. Uh, and then the second one was a side-scroller. So it was like, why the fuck did this game change so much all of a sudden in between the sequels? But the uh, second one was a better game. I like the first one more. It's, it's one of those... It's just depending on yeah, what like your Pepsi. taste is, uh, because the first one was very bizarre, and like uh, entirely its own game kind of thing. You know, like there's nothing else really out there like Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah. I have no idea what this one is. If this one is also a side scroller, if it's like a 3D action game, whatever the fuck it is. Um, but it's kind of a like it was a creature of its time. <laughs> like yeah. it was designed to be very very 90s when it came out. So. And now it is not the '90s anymore, yeah. so it's but hashtag like, eh. only '90s kids will remember. So True, we'll see. We'll see how that how that works out. Uh, also, probably so March, as good as Shaq Fu. Yeah, <laughs> Shaq Fu is bad. Uh, March the eighth, uh, Devil May Cry five. So the return of Dante in the regular Devil May Cry averse, not the DMC averse. Yep. You guys excited for Devil May Cry five? I played the demo. It was okay. Yeah, more Devil May Cry, I would assume. Yeah, I, it's never been my thing, but I, I wouldn't. Like I'm, I'm not gonna buy it, but 
I like those games. Not at full price, though. No, that's that's my thing. Yeah. I'm not going to spend 60 bucks like, on it. Kind of excited about it, but I need to see more. It'll be a GameStop rental for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know the lore very well, so it would be a hard jump-in point for me, but... I, it looks cool, and I'm excited for Devil May Cry fans. I liked all the other ones. I even liked Devil, like DMC. The I like DMC probably the most, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is the actually the sixth game in the series, I guess, at that point because of that. Um, and they're hit and miss. Like, Devil May Cry 2 isn't that good. Devil May Cry 4 isn't that good. Devil May Cry 1 is good. Devil May Cry 3, I thought, is amazing. It's the best one in the franchise, in my opinion. Devil May Cry, or DMC, I thought was fun. Uh, this is the one that like kind of ties everything together. Yeah. Uh, like brings all the characters from all the the games together into one. Um, it's kind of weird because I like those type of games, but we've like moved past those games. It feels mm-hmm. like at this point, especially with like God of War, kind of saying like you can take this and completely change it up and well, still and make a fan like Souls games too. And this is a lot faster paced than the Souls games. But that's what know? I'm saying. We've moved past this kind yeah. of combat. Yeah, yeah. Like Souls games are the thing. The now. thing now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like everything is trying to be like that now instead. Right. Um, so I hope it doesn't feel archaic. Yeah, almost. That's true. It could feel like a product of ten years ago. Pretty much. Yeah. I did feel in the demo that you run entirely way too fast for no reason. Well, you always kind of did. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, at the time you're like, up. "Oh, this is sweet. I'm so cool." But yeah. I was just like, "Why the fuck am I sprinting like down the hallway like?" At an ungodly fast speed for no That's how reason. you run in Japanese games is super fast down yeah, hallways. Yeah, your arms behind your back. Yeah, that's a, everything I know about Japanese culture says that's how they run. That's mm-hmm. how I run in general. <laughs> exactly. So it what makes are you complaining you go faster. about? Yeah. You're more aerodynamic. Obviously. It's good for your arms at the gym, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, running on the treadmill. There you go. Yeah, I, this probably isn't a day one, but it's definitely something I want to play. So you're not getting the $5,000 leather jacket edition? No. I it also not. wouldn't yeah. fit your... American lardy ass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Uh, so this one, I don't know much about it, but you guys might be excited. One Piece World Seeker. Uh, Tyler this, and Joe probably are. This I'm excited about. Has there uh, been a good One Piece game before? Not really. There's been like decent ones, okay. but not amazing ones. And this has been an amazing VR game, though. No. Huh? <laughs> this one looks to break that mold, hopefully. Hopefully. It's an uh, open world game. Yeah, it's, it's an open world game uh, where you get to like run around as the different characters, like the, utilizing their powers, and, like traverse the world kind of thing. You stay on a lot of ships, right? One Piece is the pirate one? Yeah, One Piece is the pirate one. I don't know exactly I how much the ship stuff goes into it. Um, I've only ever seen footage of them like running around as the main character, like because he's got stretchy powers, so he's like basically like Spider-Man, like swinging around, yeah. like using his stretchy arms to, to traverse the world. So like Mr. Fantastic. Pretty yes. much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like it, From the stuff I've seen, it looks good, but just like what I was talking about before, when it comes to these like anime-based games, they're very hit or miss. When I've seen, it looks good, but I've also seen other ones that I'm like, this looks good, and then I got it, and I was just like, oh my god, this is just terrible. It's bad. Yeah. So bad. So I'm... Uh, trepidatious is that a word yeah yeah sweet i got good i got a good yeah, and you didn't add any extra letters in there that didn't need to be there either yeah you keep adding bees yeah you're you're good on the t words today there you go yeah all uh, right so yeah i i'm i'm hoping it's good i'm really hoping it's good because i love one piece yeah uh all right so next on the, this is also the 15th so the same day this is the division two now, this one is a one that I would probably be more interested in if it was Anthem? Yeah, because I heard the first one was so good, but the problem is, is it's harder to play these games solo. 
And so I'm uh, probably going to end up skipping it. But you play The Division. I played a fuck ton of The Division. And this was my inter- introduction into current gen gaming. Was playing The Division with That's right. Guys, right? I bought, I bought... Joe bought me an Xbox to play The Division with yeah. him. John you... was living in New Hampshire, so I had a, an Xbox shipped to him Yeah, it was at with school. a copy of that. Right. And, I remember. Uh, well, because you sent me a text and you were just like, you're like, oh, Division comes out. And I was like, ah, oh, damn. Like, I was super stoked for that game. And like, I want to play it. I, I wish I had an Xbox, but like, I'm at school. I obviously don't have a job. And then you were like, well, one's on the way. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you never bought me an Xbox. Well, I've been telling him for two years on this podcast that I don't have an well, Xbox, and he never college. took the hint. You weren't a poor college kid. No, just a poor regular kid. But <laughs> <laughs> you had a job, though. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I loved The Division. I thought it was great. Yeah, um, I played the fuck out of it. Yeah. Uh, have you been paying attention to much of the hype around 2? Like, I know no. it's Washington, D.C. this time. I didn't know there was a lot of hype about it. Well, just like, have you been watching trailers or reading articles about just it? Like, are you paying stuff. attention to it? Or you're just like, I'm excited when it comes out. I'm yeah, going to get it. I don't just that. Know. Like, yeah. I really love the first one, so I'm not really paying attention to it just because I'm just like, I know I'm going to enjoy it because I like the first one. Yeah, so we much. watched the E3 stuff, and I was like, that's enough. Yeah, so yeah. I haven't been paying attention to great. like any of the hype around it or yeah. anything like that. Um, um, I I remember the E3 trailer. I watched it kind of going like, "This looks like bullshot." Like, because everything this... was so bright. Well, and like everything was like running in a very weirdly like cinematiciness to it. I was like, "This doesn't look like gameplay." This looks oh, like CGI cutscenes made to look like gameplay. No, it definitely wasn't gameplay. Yeah, just but... like the first one wasn't gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's the first one was like notorious for having the incredibly terrible like, but not the... terrible, but like incredibly fake gameplay footage but the game still played like the first one but, yeah. was supposed to the game was minus great. the drone stuff yeah so i'm definitely gonna pick this one up um day one uh, i don't know if everyone else is picking it up as well well I mean, if skippy gets it then i'll definitely get it yeah but it, this one was good enough to play i still played a bunch of this by myself without a squad when i was playing it so as long as the dlc doesn't kill the game because that's what ruined it for me yeah. The first DLC, when they put it out at them, the devs couldn't even beat it themselves. It was so hard that they like they were like, we haven't even beat it yet. Nice. And are like, can you do that? Yeah, and then we never did. No? Uh, Skip beat it by cheating. Um, yeah, I mean, Dave cheated to beat it a bunch of times. Well, and then they like penalized people who cheated by like removing the weapons that they got. Um, so after that, I was just like, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a cheat where like there at the end of the DLC, like an APC rolls in with like a tank on it or a cannon on it. And there was like a cheat where you could glitch behind the wall, uh, but the enemy the enemy NPCs would like run to the wall, and the tank would still be trying to shoot you, so it would just blow up his own teammates nice. while you were safely on the other side of the wall. But uh, yeah, still excited for this one. I mean, hopefully it's good. I, I can't imagine, you know. I, I mean, I played sequels to games that like this is terrible compared to the first one. So. Or it's more of the same, but it doesn't justify its existence, kind of thing. Like yeah. Division One Point Five. Yeah, I mean, it kind of does look like Division One Point Five, but at the same time, it was still a good enough game. Yeah, yeah, it's you still pay sixty dollars for more. Division still more of a great in game a different yeah. location. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You're yeah. essentially buying a sixty dollar DLC in a new city. Okay, is that really yeah, the it's, worst it's thing? Fallout Three to Fallout Four. Yeah. Like Fallout Four was essentially just Fallout Three, just a different location. Yeah, and I'm interested how it's not, or not winter. Fallout, um, it's not Far winter Cry, in this one. Far Cry is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like winter in this one. So yeah. it'll be like bright and sunny this time. Yeah, so yeah. it was all dark and gloomy. Yeah. So definitely one of the bigger games of the month. Uh, coming out the 21st, we have The Sinking City, 
I don't know much about this one. I looked it up real quick. It's a Lovecraftian horror game. I think that's the E3 trailer that we saw that was like the woman who just kept talking about how much it was a, a game of love or whatever. No? No. That, I thought it was that one at first with the boat, but no. That yeah, that's different. what I thought it was. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Different. This is like a, a, it's a horror gross game. horror game yeah. type thing. Lovecraft uh, inspiration. H.R. Yeah. Geigerish. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about it though, so can't really speak to it. I mean, I know that people are excited because... Uh, a bunch of the other like Lovecraft games were good yeah. in the past. So they're... except the, apparently the re-release of uh, Call of Cthulhu was awful. Yeah, but the original Call of Cthulhu was good. The re-release was bad. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So people are like, oh, hopefully it's as good as that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then the the last thing that we'll talk about because the last game that comes out in March uh, and it's one of the bigger ones I think of the whole quarter, at least for me, uh, is Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. This is the From Software game that is set in uh, alternate 1500s Japan. Yeah, alternate like feudal Japan. Yeah, like it, it takes elements from different time periods of Japan and kind of throws them all in together. So it's not a true historical thing, but it's close enough. And it's also got like magic and yeah, monsters yeah. and well, giant that's, that's mechanical real. arm, even that's though real. it's feudal Japan. That's real, though. That happened. That, oh. that's how, that's how they had mechanical arms? You weren't there, yeah, Joe. Yeah, you don't know. Oh, why yeah, don't we try have now? Uh, they got, got lost to time. They were, they were too Hence, o- why you don't know about them. Yeah, the, the samurai had to make them to make them work. It's true. They were yeah. they were too op. Mm. Uh, but no, this game looks awesome. It does, and it's from software, so I'm stoked. Yeah. I know it's not like a Dark Souls game. It's not a Bloodborne game. No, but that's kind of why I'm more interested in it than I would be otherwise. Yeah. Um, because it looks like a shit ton of fun. The arm looks crazy good. Like the the graphics the, look amazing. Oh, the amazing. boss fights and stuff look yeah. intense. Um, the combat looks great. Um. Uh, and uh, you, you know, well, I guess I, I said I didn't play the whatever the other game was, the VR one. But yeah. you put as, as as of right now, you put from software on something, and I'm Most instantly going to perk up it. and go like, oh boy, I'm yeah. going to give this a try. Yeah, you're at least going to pay attention. A from yeah. software action game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a VR is a little bit harder sell, no matter what the game is. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. But at the very least, you were paying attention to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, this one, it looks like I haven't paid attention too much outside of the E3 trailers because I was like, you know what? I don't really want to know more about this game. It looks cool. It looks fun. Like, I'm willing to give it a try. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, so I didn't like I didn't really need to. I know you've been talking about wanting to get into samurai stuff recently. So, yeah. Um, you know, so you can play Onimusha. Yeah. And then you can play Sekiro. Yeah, they'll carry. Once you beat Sekiro, I, I have Nier eventually. Still yeah, you play. have that. So you, you've got plenty to, to keep you busy or in the Neo. first quarter samurai-wise. When does... Um... The other one come out that doesn't the, have a release date. Like the Naughty Dog. Coast of Tsushima. Coast of Tsushima. Yeah, it doesn't uh, have a release date yet. Fuck. What's the studio? Uh, it's not Insomniac. It's, like it's the other one. one. Yeah, it's uh, the people who made Infamous. Yeah. Uh, um, Naughty Dog. Sucker Punch. Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. Sucker Punch. Uh, yeah, that that one doesn't have a release date yet. Okay. That could be 2019. It could be spring 2020. We don't know. Mm. But uh, so yeah, so I forgot to ask after February, what was your guys' call out for February? What game you looking forward to most? Do you need a list again? Got uh, Trials Rising, Crackdown 3, Dead or Alive 6, Far Cry, New Dawn, Jump Force, Metro, Anthem, Dirt Rally 2, Left Alive. Crackdown. Uh, I mean, for me, it would have to be um, Far Cry. Uh, not a lot of the other things on there get me too excited, so it would probably be Far Cry and potentially Crackdown if Crackdown turns out to be like half as good as any of the other Crackdown games were. Yeah. Well, or, like, you'll half all be paying, paying 10 bucks for it anyway. Oh, true. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just, it's Anthem. Not necessarily because I'm excited to play it, just because... Like just saying, the universe around it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not going to play any of those other ones, I don't think. Uh, but this, the Anthem's so on my radar. I mean, yeah, I'm, per, I'm prepared for Anthem to turn out to be amazing. Yeah, I, again. And then I, I'll pick it up. I'm fine to have it be good. Same thing with Crackdown 3. Like, I, if it's good and great, I'll shut up and stop making jokes about it. Like, if it's bad, I'm going to continue making jokes about it because it's easy. But, yeah, it's, like, it's if it turns out good, awesome. I want people to... I've, I say this all the time. I want people to have good games. Like, I'll shit on something to be part of the joke. But if it's good, great. Play good games. That's what that's what we all want, isn't yeah. it? Um, all right. So then, March. What's your what's your takeaway? What's your call out game? Sekiro. Uh, same. Oh, or, or I mean, and or the the division. Yeah, I think I'm more excited for Sekiro. Uh, actually, I could probably say I'm easily more excited for Sekiro, um, just because it's a new IP. It's it's a new IP. It's I really like uh, from software stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. a formula that's similar to you and your wheelhouse. Yeah, so. and like the division. While I really enjoyed the division, it also has like the potential to be not as fun by playing by myself. Yeah. Whereas I know I will be able to enjoy playing Sekiro by myself. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So those are all the games that we have. Granted, some other games might have gotten later release dates that we didn't see. So if we missed a game, apologies. Especially if it's one you're looking forward to. But this was just the list that we had to go off of. So. I have an honorable mention that may have a release date come out soon. Uh, which is Code Vein. Oh, man. I forgot Because that got delayed that. in September, and right in about Q1 would be the like next logical time for it to come out. Yeah. It's it's hard to like add a release date into any of these because like it's such a loaded time period. Like, right. There's so many awesome AAA games yeah, it's crazy in January, February, out. and March. Like I wouldn't want to – if I delayed a game back in September, the earliest I'm thinking about putting it out is April. Like, well, I don't that's why I said anywhere like, potential honorable yeah. mention. No, yeah, if that comes out, that's something that you're definitely looking forward to. I mean, I'm definitely buying that day one when it comes out. Oh, for out. sure, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, if we if we missed any, then uh, then apologies. And you can let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, because that will do it then for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. So as I said, uh, let us know what games you're looking forward to in the Q1 of 2019. If there's something that doesn't have a release date that you hope is coming out soon, uh, you can let us know as well on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so we want to hear what you guys think. Uh, also, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, so you can give us a listen there. Give us a like and a subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell people that, that you like the thing that you listen to because we want more people to listen to it because we have fun doing it and we want other people to have fun with us. You guys have fun. Yeah, that's true because we make fun of you and it's much, much easier uh, than doing anything else. But so yeah, Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods, all the places that you can find us. But once again, uh, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.